Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day. We have new video from a crash that sent welterweight boxing champion Errol Spence Jr. to the intensive care unit. The crash ejected the boxer, but miraculously, he is expected to be okay. TheBoxingBoys.com It's been a miracle, and I'm a blessing for God that, you know, I haven't had anything serious would have been out for a year or two or just would have been, you know, ending my career. That none of them guys I wish that I wasn't back so fast, but I am back, and I want to fight the top names in the division. I, I have to ask you about your eye. Uh, uh, we were all worried about you when you had to pull out of the Manny Pacquiao fight. I want to fight, so I mean, but you could have gone long. Yeah, one eye. I got another eye, so. WBC of IBF welterweight champion of the world. That's why I sound bad, and I told people I didn't want to tune up fight. You know, I've been getting a second chance at life. And I'll be getting the third chance at boxing. Nobody's born Terrence Crawford. You know, it's big fish on this side too that, you know, I gotta fry. Like I said, I'm gonna get these belts over here, then I'm gonna come take Terrence Crawford belt because I said I'm gonna be on this visit with the weight champion of the world. SDS Promotions. What's up, what's up? Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. We're definitely trying something new today, and we're live on Twitter spaces. Shout out James Benitez that pushed for this. Hopefully on Twitter you can hear us clearly. You're hearing our sound bites, and you'll be getting the engagement that we normally have right here on YouTube.com. I am joined alongside my co-host, Ringwalk Danny. What it do, champ? What's up, brother? We back with another one. We certainly are. I'm excited. We're on Twitter. Hopefully, we can take the Twitter space callers and have that be heard on our live show here on YouTube that's transmitting around the world to iHeart and, and TuneIn and Spotify and all those amazing places. But we're back to talk about the same topic. More information has been revealed. Bob Arum took a stance Steven Espinoza spoke his first words, and none of it seems positive in the sense of us getting this fight in the future. Now, Espinoza did say at the end of his interview that he is at least hopeful that they can get this fight done, but he used the word blindsiding by what Crawford did to them, and then Bob used the word unfair of Crawford to have done such a thing. But there's so much information. Like, for those that are thinking that Black Prime isn't real, Bob Arum is cool with Frank Warren, and he said that Avenesian got all the money already, and it's in the bank. So that's unusual. He usually get paid after the fight. I don't know if it's in escrow. It's funny because the manager said that they weren't going to ask to see the money till like, a week before. Well... The manager, remember the promoter is Frank and Frank's best friend and longtime buddy, someone that in this type of a situation when an entity comes out of nowhere throwing money at you, you might need some advice from a guy like Bob who's been around forever. 
And obviously, that's how he found out. Shout out to Fight Hype that did that interview. We will play the audio for those that choose not to believe the research that we do. But it is interesting, you know, for Espinosa to come out and say that he was, that they were, it was blindsiding what Crawford did. Um, it just doesn't look like he, you're, you're on the wrong YouTube. It just doesn't look like uh. he may get this opportunity again. Now, I don't know about you guys. Um, but that's the way that I'm kind of taking it, bro. I mean, if Espinosa's saying he was he got blindsided, Bob, who's been in this business for so long, is saying that Bud is unfair. He said it was unfair. But, Bud's currently suing Bob. But he doesn't care about that. You got to watch the interview. Bob is like, bro, it's unfair of Terrence, who doesn't have a contract with Al, to ask for a guarantee. I did see that. He said, yeah, Earl can ask for a guarantee because they got a long-lasting relationship together. But if you're Terrence Crawford, you don't want to sign to Al. You want a guarantee from Al, and then you want to look at the book. So it's like Bob is saying that Bud is unfair. Now, we don't know. We have to take these people's business, uh, you know, word for it because they're the ones that conduct business day in and day out. So we'll see. Uh-oh, I got someone raising their hand. I think, right? Is that a clap or is that a hand raise? I'm new to the Twitter space. I just got an emoji over this guy, and it looked like a clap or a hand yeah, raise. Yeah, so it's clap. Which means he just agreeing with what we say? Bro, so, yeah. I Why guess. you act so no, weird I'm, when people ask you questions, bro? Like, I'm, I'm asking you for assistance, but nah, we'll move on, man. Jesus Christ. I mean, I didn't see the emoji, so I that, that right there, I think, I thought that was a hand raise, but it disappeared. I, I think when you raise your hand, it stays. I don't know. Cool, cool. We'll figure it out. Like I said, this is our first time using Twitter spaces. Shout out to our community member, James Benitez, that pushed for this. So that means there is no blog talk today. We do have Discord as well for those that, you know, want to be here and, uh, you know, choose Discord to call in. We still do have our Discord feature, and uh, we'll be putting that link in the chat. But, uh, Danny, do you need to hear the audio? What is your thoughts on uh, Aram, you know, saying that, that, mean, that Bud's unfair? Yeah, go ahead and play the audio. I heard, I, I heard part of it. I don't know if I heard everything that you're going to play or that you heard. Um, yeah, I mean... Bud is suing Bob. Like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't really take anything Bob says about Bud right now. Like, I take, well, I'm gonna say, like, I take everything with a grain of salt. Like, nothing to me is is above, or nothing to me, like, to me, what news is comes from this is just Bob's opinion. You know, Bob's upset. But you take it as him being upset. I mean, I'm gonna play the interview. He doesn't seem upset. It doesn't seem like any malicious intent here. It seems like he's just telling his version of what he believes to be true. Plus, he's also been kind of brought into this. Frank went to him, you know. Uh, but I don't know how much can we play. Yeah, see, and that's what I'm saying, because I definitely didn't see him say anything about Frank or Frank coming to him. Really? Nah, oh, I you haven't. didn't finish then. It's eight, nine minutes. Yeah, no, I mean... I, I saw I saw a part of him saying how like it was an unfair of him to come to the table with nothing and to expect a guarantee and shit like that, but it was like I didn't expect Bob to say much different. 
or to be like backing Terrence, like, yeah, Al should have definitely no, and hit. I, and you I know, get that, but regardless of where Terrence and Bob are, what about Bob's words? Do you think there's logic and or truth to well, him saying, saying that, you know, Terrence should not be asking for a guarantee from a guy that has no paper on you? But no, that's what I'm, I, on that part, uh, I ain't in the business, but I understand his logic. You get what I'm saying? I understand where he's coming from. So, so yes. I, 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 you know, look, I didn't think of it that way. Until I heard Bob say it. If I'm Al, what am I guaranteeing you? I mean, you should be happy I'm giving you the shot as it is because you're not on paper. If you beat my guy, you leave with the belts. So on top of leaving with the belts or the option to leave with the belts because you're not on paper, you're not with PBC, you're not with, you know, any of my affiliated promoters. On top of that, you want a guarantee as well. So... I don't know. I don't know. But let me get to some of this audio. Shout out Fight Hype. I believe this was our, no, I'm pretty sure for Espinosa it was Ron. But we got a $10 super chat from Optimus Prime. He says, Bob is at the age where he doesn't give a fuck. The negotiation. But I was always somewhat skeptical that they would result in a fight uh, because uh, Crawford, had no promoter. And in order to really make a deal like that, you gotta go in with a promoter who is prepared to put up a big guarantee for your side. I mean, he couldn't, I mean, it was unfair for him to look at Al and ask for Al to put up a major guarantee. So that's what I wanted you guys to hear for yourself. Shout out once again, Ben Thompson and Fight Hype for doing an amazing job having those correspondents out there in the field and getting us the content that we can hear, come here and, and discuss about. Um, but that being said, that's what he is saying, you know. And seriously, right now, like, I think he's right. I think he's right, you know. It's like Nonito Donaire's wife told us yesterday. If you're not coming into the fight, putting up a large portion, you know, you're not going half and half with Al, how can you ask to see the books? Why should you be allowed to see what the undercard is making? Why should you be allowed to see what Al is paying for hotels? Why should you be allowed to see what he's paying for, you know, the, the 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 marketing, she said also, like, um, just something as simple as graphic design, Rachel Rachel Donaire said. She said, what if I'm paying 10000 for graphic design, Crawford comes in, sees that, and he's like, well, I got a guy in Omaha that could do it for 2000 Now we're nickel and diamond. Now we're dragging. Now we're going back and forth, and it's taking longer. So, you know, we got to listen to the people that speak that actually deal in this business. You know, Rachel Donaire has been a manager for quite some time. She's dealt with she's dealt with look, Top Rank, Golden Boy, Richard Schaefer and Probellum, Richard Schaefer and Al Heyman, Al Heyman, Tekken. Tekken. She even said her last fight while people saying that she's some sort of PBC shell. She said, look, our last fight says Tekken. 
It was a Tekken promotion. And, and I was thinking about that. And a Tekken check. And I was thinking about that uh, last night, mm-hmm. obviously, to myself. And I'm like, on the American side, that shit was all top rank. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so even even that, you get what I'm saying? One would think, she, you know, with with the idiotic logic some people were using yesterday that, well, shit, you know, she'd be she'd be for their side. But hey, now I do believe Crawford's within his his his. You know, it's within the negotiations for him to ask certain questions because, you know, we've heard the rumors of Mike Tyson being charged $5,000 for the towels, you know? So we've heard people get pencil whooped, you know? Hold on, what? Oh, you ain't know Don was whacking him? That's like a Google search. Folks, he whacked my boy Mike for some towels. 5000 for towels. But that's how people really get, like, set up, bro. No, that's how they get smacked. I'm saying though, you. If I go through my itinerary, my receipts, my accounts, my, and you charging me five grand for towels. But but that's what I'm saying. If he like if a Versace if charging costs you six hundred dollars, how much is a fucking towel, brother? But that's what I'm saying. If he's charging you five racks for a towel, what the fuck is he charging you? For 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 your dinner, for your hotel room no. and shit. You get what I'm saying? I totally understand. I totally get what you're saying, for sure. <laughs> Don Don Lucky Mike ain't do his ass, for real. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, man. Hopefully, hopefully this, the 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 small shit doesn't become an issue. Mm. Um. But what about Espinosa? I mean, he's the network, and he's saying that he was blindsided, or that they were blindsided. He said something new. What do you mean? Yeah, bro. You didn't see this? Well, I mean, you know, I get it. After work, he goes to, there's other things to do. But yeah, Espinoza had this to say. .com. I'm here with Steven Espinoza. First and foremost. Sort of at a minimum, or at least to Jake that he's crazy. Let's just fast forward. Certain obviously, people thought he was crazy. He talks, I have so much respect for what career and dedication. He's talking about, obviously, Jake and the fight that is happening on Saturday. He's done during the pandemic and everything else. Uh, but getting here and fighting like an established is intriguing in its own way. <laughs> the cars. Here we go. The bandage, I'm sure I was going to ask you about the, the, the spe- It was a surprise. It'd be completely. It was, it was a surprise. It'd be completely. It was, um, I, I think it's fair to say that our side uh, felt blindsided by the whole thing. I think it's fair to say that our side felt blindsided by the whole thing. Now, look, again, this is a FightHide.com interview. Shout out to Ron G. I don't want to play too much. Obviously, these guys are out there putting in the hard work, and the views should go to them. Obviously, I'm hitting the view, but there's plenty of you listening to it instead of giving them those views. That being said, he does, and I'll try to fast forward a little bit, he does go on to say that... um, there is no backup plan for Earl. There was never a backup plan, and that's why Earl still hasn't announced a fight. That he's sure that they'll find Earl Spence Jr. a fight, but as of right now, he's got none, and there is no backup plan. Now, we do know information that's been released to us is that uh, Stanonius, or Stanion, excuse me, is um, petitioned. Outside of the petition, he's in negotiations with Earl. Um, and I was doing some research, following Keith Eidek, and he says there's no chance in hell that Earl fights Ennis next. 
So it looks like all roads point to uh, Stanley Onis being Earl's opponent, possibly um, for December 17th. So the the quote was, no way in hell that he fights Onis? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I'll bring up Keith Eidick's, uh Twitter. I seen it yesterday. It was like, damn, that sucks. And yeah. and he said, don't be surprised if he fights Thurman. Oh, wow. Which, again, uh, if Earl stays true to his word, I can see him vacating the belt because he's already told Al he doesn't want to fight Thurman. He's already told the world and expressed to the world he will not fight Thurman. So now that he's being ordered by the WBC, which doesn't take place until the actual convention, there's a lot of misleading information out here by these YouTubers that seem to believe it's been ordered. It has not. Virgil and his team or anyone ranked in the WBC still have the ability and opportunity to present their case to the WBC as to why they should get a shot. And believe me, do not think you don't have a case. Thurman has fought a 140-pounder coming off of a loss. Technically speaking, he should not be number one. Anyone else has a better case if you come to the convention and you speak it before the committee. You got to be heard. That being said. But if you don't, I mean, Thurman obviously has favor. I- Thurman yeah, has favor yeah. because he's not he's he's been a WBC champion before. You that's know what, what gives him favor he's with Mauricio. He's read that green and gold, you know. Uh, and that's the last belt. He didn't he didn't get stripped of that belt. He got stripped of the WBA. Excuse me. Uh, um, he got stripped of that belt. So they obviously like look, you're injured. We're gonna take it like Devin and and anybody coming back. You're supposed to get a shot at it like Mikey. You know what I mean? I remember for a little while, wasn't he champion uh, in, like, Meredith? Meredith? I don't know. I kind of hate those statuses. But I'm going to screen share here on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice these tweets from Keith Eidick. Excuse me. Wrong one. There we go. So here, Eidick says, though he can revisit negotiations to fight Crawford sometime next year, been told Spence Jr. will definitely face someone other than Crawford next. Two names to keep in mind for Spence, Keith Thurman. They're both with PBC and Stenonius, who's obviously with Richard Schaefer. So he's connected. Now, we know Stenonius is... We did hear that uh, Stanionis has, uh, or that Al has a piece... On Stanionis. Yeah, because of Finkel, no? So, Shelly Finkel is uh, Stanionis' manager, yes. Yes. So, I'm not sure through who or how, but for sure, definitely is with Shelly. And, uh, not, uh, what's Richard Schaefer? Thanks for the help, Ness. I'm just trying to find these tweets from yesterday. I might have to, uh... I thought you just pulled it up. No, no, no. That was just one. So right now we're on Keith Idex Twitter, and I'm just scrolling, trying to find it, trying to find where he said this about Ennis. So here it goes. 
Uh, so a, a fan actually says he's got he's not fighting Thurman, so maybe Stanionis then. I know Boots is ready to get in there, so what's up with making that fight? Idick says to one of his fans, there's a better chance of Spence fighting me or you next than Boots. But don't sleep on Spence Thurman next because there is more money in that fight for Spence than Stanionis. I, re- I realize Spence has said repeatedly he won't fight Thurman, but he left it like that because the money talks, bullshit walks. But this was IDEC, and that was on the 20th, you know, eight days removed from today. Ennis has already announced the fight. I still think it makes, it's not what I wanted. I'm on record saying that, you know, you Boots fans are, like vampires trying to suck the blood out of Thurman, knowing he's not ready. But I kind of, at this point, they're not giving me what I want. I'm not getting Crawford and Thurm, uh, Crawford and Porter, Crawford and Earl. I'm not getting Earl and Ennis. Give me Stanionis Earl, Jerron Ennis, Thurman on the undercard. Let the winners meet. At least if Ennis gets that win over Thurman, less people can say he doesn't deserve a shot. Less people can say Earl and Crawford need to move up and fight at 54. Maybe more people will start to say they need to stay there and defend versus that young man. That's what I would like to see. I would like to see them stick around. Ponce de Leon stood in his division forever. You know, B-Hop stood in his division forever. Um, I don't want to see Devin move up if he can't make the weight. Why? Because Tank's still there. Shakur's still there. Loma's still there. And you got all the belts, so now it makes sense. Like, why move up to 40 and fight those guys for nothing or for one belt? It ain't the same amount of money. Now, maybe it makes more financial sense for Devin. It's a lot of sanctioning fees and four and five belts. So maybe fighting for one at this point makes sense now that you got the undisputed status. But for Shakur, Tank, and Loma, they've never been. So why would they want to fight Devin in the division above when he's got the belts now? He's got the money now, you know what I mean? And uh, that's kind of it is how it is for, en- for, for, for Ennis. Like, why, why fight Earl or Crawford at 54? Are they going to be undisputed? Are they going to be three... Belt champions, like, it makes more sense for Ennis and Earl to fight now or Ennis and the winner of Crawford and Earl to fight now at 47 rather than at 54. Now, I get it. Both Haney and Earl are having difficult times. You know, they've been in those divisions for a long time, and they, you know, Haney came out to the defense, I would say, of Earl Spence kind of by saying, the same exact thing, that, yes, he, he'd been there for a decade trying to, you know, keep that weight. So who am I to say stay there? But, yes, it is the more intriguing fight. While I would love and I'd give up easily $100 to see Crawford fight Jamel on the league conversation yesterday, Earl made it clear that won't ever happen until he faces him first. He believes that the relationship he and Al have won't allow Crawford to jump or bypass him to the – Charlo fight. Yeah, uh, we'll see, man. I just want to see the fight happen. Um, 
It seems like each day removed, I get less and less optimistic that we'll ever see Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford in the ring. Mm. Um, you know, we see the Steven Espinosa comments from yesterday. They say they felt blindsided. It's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. Great fight. Two undefeated. Um, very entertaining. Very skillful world champions. And at the end of the day, I know it's not like either man doesn't want the fight. It's just so much bullshit and politics and all. It's so hard to point the finger because it's like, how do you tell Crawford not to, not to pick up this $10 million check? And how do you tell him that this fight isn't there? You know, like, would anyone have advised you to leave this money and stick to the script and fight Earl? I don't even know that I could have advised myself. Like, yeah, I hear everybody saying, oh, well, he don't want legacy, bro. I could get legacy in one, the next fight. Let me get this generational wealth. It's going to be hard to blow 10 million. I'm just saying, you got to, like, be reckless. And and Bud doesn't look like he lives a reckless life. My man is ice fishing in Omaha. Going like, hunting and shit. He owned a whole block out there. Like, it don't look like he about to spend money crazy. So $10 million could mean the Crawford legacy, you know, goes on for a couple of motherfucking decades because of that money. Like, his children's children. You know, it's, it, that's a lot of I money. I don't know, man. Bud got a lot of kids. I hear you, bro. But if you, if you, you got, all right, do we got 10? Because he could give them a million each right now. Nah, I think he got like five, though. Okay. So. Well, he could give them two right now without touching his bank. Bro, when your child, if you could give your child two million right now, when he fucking walk out that door at 30, what that look like? Yeah, if, if I ain't, done, even, I ain't if, talking if interest. Right. I'm not talking interest. I'm just talking financial stability, confidence. Man, you kidding me? <laughs> At 21, if you well, got two you said, million you, you in the said, bank, you say your kids' kids, bro. At so that 20, mean, that but mean, think that about you. you uh, think about you. You, gotta, you went to the. You went to. He went to the war. At 18, you signed up. Imagine you coming out. You got two million. You don't think you could turn that into something so that your is, kids could have is, something? Sure. You don't think you're going to have a business that you left your son no, and absolutely. now your son is running it? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot of money. No, no, for sure. Sounds like a lot of money to me. So I, I, I see why it's difficult to walk away from something like that. Like, yes, yo, Earl was offering me undisputed and now was offering me a decent payday, but this is an easy motherfucking fight for $10 million. I don't even think we've heard of that. How is there an? What's Canelo's equivalent to Avenesian? Because Yerdam is not Avenesian. Avenesian at least has knocked out um, people that he was not supposed to. He was the underdog in the Lehagua fight both times, and he knocked him out. And that was a Lou DeBella undefeated prospect he was touting up. And then he's got a strap. No, it's not the strap that we considered champs, but he's got some sort of European strap because he's with Frank Warren, that blue belt. So, you know, he has done something. It, it, he's not yeared him. You know, he's not yeared him. So, I don't know. 
we'll see what happens, man, with with, with, with Terrence Crawford and uh, this situation. Would you say? Would you say he's more like a Rocky Fielder? Absolutely. Rocky went to like Germany to be, uh, I think it was Zungi or Zoom, something like that. He, he became regular champ. Regular champ when he wasn't supposed to. He was an underdog in that fight. Absolutely. You know, I'm not playing Avenizi enough. I'm just saying he's better than Yerdum. He's he's better than Yerdum. I you would know? agree. He's probably, he's more comp. Uh, Matthew Hatton actually won. No, did he fight for the WBC or did he? Did he fight for the WBC vacant or did he actually win the WBC vacant, Matthew Hatton? Did he mm. bring that belt to the table or was that Canelo? No, I thought that was so that wasn't a vacant, is what just that wasn't a vacant? Let me check that. Checking that really quick. Pulling up box rack, see what's what. I thought I thought. Um, that fight was for the vacant. That shit was so long ago. I believe it was for the vacant. I'm not sure that Matthew brought that belt. Um, they're saying Avenesian is a higher level than Rocky in the chat. Ah, I don't know. I mean, Avenesian's biggest win is probably Kerwin Lehagra. I don't know anybody. Oh, well, Josh Kelly, but, but do you really think that Josh, like Josh Kelly was hyped? So that... That Matthew Haddon fight was for the vacant. Okay, so then he didn't even bring it to the table. No. Canelo had uh, the silver going into that fight. So, again, Avenesian still a better opponent than Matthew Hatton, still a better opponent than uh, Yeardom. You know, um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I, again, I'm not saying it's a dangerous fight. Just saying... Canelo had this type of a fight, and he made this type of money. Didn't they give him like seventeen five for a year? Them fifteen. Look at that. So it's like Canelo didn't walk away from that 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 mandatory defense. And yeah, people are gonna say, well, it was a mandatory ness. He was on the road. Oh, to you undisputed. said for Yildirim? Yeah, I think it was seventeen five. I I was thinking Rocky Field in my bad. I don't remember for Yildirim. I I feel like I remember seventeen five for for, for um Yildirim. but again, it's around the same amount. And Canelo didn't walk away from that. It's hard to walk away from that type of money for this level of opponent. It's uh, just hard, you know. There's people that don't understand. They're like, "Yo, we I, want this fight." I 100% agree on walking away because. Bro, like, regardless, ten million is 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 life changing. Life changing. You know what I'm saying? I will say though that uh, Yildirim was mandatory. Mm-hmm. That had been waiting, and you know that was the consensus from the WBC in allowing the vacant WBC 168 belt. That. But that's what I'm saying. Lost. But that's what I'm saying. If we're assuming that Earl may drop his belt because he's so dead set on not fighting Thurman. Canelo ain't have to make that mandatory, but I know his fans are going to say, Ness, he wanted to be and proved he did do that, become undisputed. So it's a necessary evil, and I get it. So that's his pass for fighting Yerdum, but truth of the matter still is my man got more than what Crawford is getting to fight a lesser opponent than what Crawford is fighting. Correct. 
That's all I'm saying. So when they pour, when they mad at Crawford, you got to understand that. Listen, people do this. People do this. Oh shit! This was uh. And Danny always leaving me yeah, no, with I'm, that air. No, I mean I was just uh finding out some news, champ. That's all. You know that left me a bit uh flustered. Yeah. You know. So you they're gonna be shooting another TV show in the Blue Wire studio today. So we just got notified. Our show's been bumped, so we'll be doing our show from uh, so home it's studio. Very unfortunate. Yeah. Now we have to cancel shit. Cancel what? Oh, who was going to be there? Um, Friend from Sapphire. Oof. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he told us. And, you know, we just, we're forgetful. Shout out to Hardeen. That guy's forgetful. Who? You. Um, I'm pretty sure he told us, like I said. Mm. <laughs> you know, I'm not your personal reminder. No, I'm just saying you find things out and don't tell me. Like I said, I'm pretty sure he told us. When I see him, you see him. But uh, we stopped at Optimus Prime. He sent in a fat $10 super chat. We got LV Slugger. And LV says, letting it load up. I do apologize. He says, was Canelo... Signed with Al when he got his guarantee? Was Canelo signed with Al? Bro, but listen to what he's asking. He's asking a proven attraction. A proven attraction. The dude just did 800000 At the time? Hold on. And then he did 600000 575000 in this last one with Triple G. Why wouldn't they guarantee him well, that even, money? Even before that. Do you that, know that 200000 that's like Canelo's payday right there. Like sixteen mil. what you did yesterday? Hold on. Because he does it by 75 because obviously the tax goes to Uncle Sam. I've always done it by the whole 80 because yeah. that's what the fuck I'm spending. I don't give a fuck what they getting. I give a fuck what I'm spending. Yeah, but, but I that, understand what that, they're getting is what we're doing the math on. Right. So, yeah, I mean, for Canelo to... Have got what he get guaranteed with uh, Caleb? Woof, fifty? No? Wasn't it forty? No, forty, fifty, whatever. I thought it was fifty. Okay, so yeah, he would have had to sell six hundred sixty-six thousand to get that back, which he did. More than um, he sold another sixteen million, almost twenty million worth. Not to mention the gate sponsorships, so. Hennessy advertised. Come on, bro. Uh, Canelo is different. Of course, you guarantee a dude that's a proven and Caleb, attraction. Caleb no one got ten, allegedly. So their purses right there was covered on a pay per view alone. Pay per view alone. Um, but remember, they got to give split. a cut. Yeah, yeah. They got to give a cut. Um, but that cut is not forty <laughs> percent. That cut is not forty nor fifty percent. That's not what it is. You got ticket sales, like you spoke on that advertising. We know somebody personally. Sponsorships. Hennessy, bro. We know somebody personally that sponsored that fight dropped over a quarter mil, no? Yep. So, you know, that's just one. And it wasn't the big one. And it was and it was just for a little thing on the ring. It was just for what, what did it was it on all four corners or what? 
I don't even remember at this point. That's why I never do things like that. Like, who even remembers that you was on the apron? Spent all that money to be on the apron. And then outside of that, remember that Canelo got the 25000 just to say, um, Blue Moon TV. So, come on, bruh. Yo, like, don't tell me Bro, they Canelo 20, ain't going to get guaranteed 25. for three words. <laughs> Even though they had already dropped over a quarter on the... Well, that's that was the deal. We dropped the quarter. Let me get this for 25. <laughs> no, nah, the deal should have been, I'm going to drop this quarter. Let me get that included. Damn! Bruh, just, I'm just showing you some of the business, man. So, when you ask, oh, well... When you super chat for two punk ass dollars and say, "Well, well, di- didn't Al guarantee Canelo the face of boxing?" Finish the finish the super chat. Didn't Al? He didn't. He couldn't even say Canelo. He said Nello. Try like try to compete. Like he couldn't even say because bro, Canelo is literally the biggest attraction in the sport. Yeah. So it's like, why wouldn't you guarantee him? You not know named, that money coming back. That's not, like not named Floyd Mayweather. Exactly. Exactly. So it's it's a simple investment. It's different in Crawford, who's got failing pay-per-view numbers. His his track history on pay-per-view is not one of, yeah, I'm Al Heyman. I'm going to give you a guarantee because you've been doing so well on pay-per-view. I know my money's safe. No, that's Canelo that you do that with because you know he does well on pay-per-view. Your money is safe. Even a fight we didn't want that we seen two times, the third time is still almost made six hundred thousand. That's insane, bro. You know, and 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 let's not forget that one was not seventy five. They brought they fucking bumped that shit was eighty five dollars before taxes. Ness, let's not forget you paid sixty five because we have the zone, but the zone pay per view Canelo Triple G three that shit was eighty five dollars for the non subscribers. So. Yeah, man, this shit, uh, Canelo is just proving he has that country behind him. He sells. He's a draw. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's different. There's there's just levels, and they know that that was a pretty safe investment. I and just, then on top of that, I just think got about hit it. up. Think about it. If you're Al and, and that, Caleb beats him, now you get a rematch with the biggest face in the sport. So it's like, not just do I get one payday with Canelo, but I get possibly two? Come on. So on Monday, uh, we're going to be having Dewey Cooper. He's going to be announcing his whole Las Vegas hustle roster for the Team Combat League. So join us right here at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Monday with Dewey Cooper announcing his entire roster for the Team Combat League. On Tuesday, we'll be having... Bob Santos, the new trainer of uh, Mario Barrios, the trainer of Hector Garcia. Carlos Adames. Alberto Puello. Puello. So he's got a couple of champs and, and, and some interim and, champs. And legitimately, Bob Santos, like... He's been doing this thing no, for no, years. No, he has, but I'm going to say, like, this year, he's legitimate in the running for trainer of the year. You get what I'm saying? Like, he has to be considered for trainer of the year. His champions that he has made champions this year um, were not expected to be in those positions. You talk about a guy in uh, Hector Luis Garcia, right? The one that beat Chris Colbert. Am I, is it, am I correct? Mm-hmm. Right, the one that beat Chris Colbert. Bro, 
He took that fight short notice. One supposed to be Chris beats Chris, gets put in that position for the title and makes it look easy. So, you know, definitely looking forward to that. And looking forward to tomorrow, Ness, as TBV will be hitting the road once again. We'll be making our way down to the Phoenix Glendale area. We'll be having a live fight party from McFadden Social House in Glendale, just steps away from the Desert Diamond Arena where the problem child, Jake Paul, will be facing the spider, Anderson Silva. Shout out to the commission in Arizona that, uh, you know, reviewed the MRI of uh, Silva, and that fight continues. Um, and hopefully, Whoa, they went that far. Yes. Hopefully, nice. the legend of Jake Paul lives on. Um, I know a lot of you dislike him. But he's good for boxing. Uh, he's definitely bringing out eyeballs, new eyeballs. And, and I can say that because of my own analytics. My own analytics show a younger demographic. Um, my own analytics show that when we do talk about Jake Paul, we have a significant spike. Um, and then you've seen the, I guess, just the, the, the explosion that is influencer boxing. I don't think any of these influencers would have been trying to do what they're doing if it wasn't for Jake and his brother being so successful and taking it to new heights. No one ever thought that they would do what they did. You know, even Eddie, many years ago, I interviewed Eddie and I said, listen, you need to sign Jake and Logan. They did 1.5 million pay-per-views on straight to YouTube at $10. Mm. He laughed at me and then signed them the next year. So influencer boxing is huge. Jake trying to make that crossover. I don't think this is the fight for me. Like, I'm not going to, oh, he's a boxer because he beat Silva, who has a boxing record. So Yeah, see, the thing is, like, you don't watch other sports, so you wouldn't know that Anderson Silva's a striker, that, he, you know, he's a stand-up fighter. Um, and to me, what is Jake now, 5-0? I think he's 6-0, bro. 6-0 now? Yeah, let me double check. Um, regardless, you know, early on in his career, I think this is a, a good step up fight. Uh, he's fighting, but it's not what the people want. Like the people want a boxer. Yeah, but the people want unrealistic shit. The people don't want. They want to see him lose. The people don't want him to fight somebody. You were right. Five and zero, oh, four KOs. Yeah, the people don't want to see him fight somebody that a typical boxer with no amateur experience would be fighting six professional fights in. True. That's not what they want. They, they want to see him beat. Bro, they, exactly. They're trying to see him hurt. Uh, <laughs> people are very unrealistic, and honestly, people are, are, are haters, and they're unfair, champ. Um, Jake has, to me, treated the sport with respect. He putting in the work. I know people in his camp very closely, so I know that they ain't fucking around. They ain't bullshitting. He taking it serious, and like you've said, he's helped uh, grow the sport. We've grown our young demographic. We see the influx in teenagers and, and you know, 20-year-olds in our demographic statistics. So, man, all power to Jake, man. Uh, Montana Love ain't complaining. When Jake put him on his undercard, and Montana got a three-fight, $900,000 deal with Matchroom. And Regis. Uh, Montana Cause, cause got Montana, a deal. Montana bought a headline at the crib. And Montana got a deal because of Jake, and so did um, Regis. 
you know, they were able to showcase their talents on Jake Paul undercards and got deals. Amanda got a better deal. Amanda, you know, is being paid more. My girl, who I hope you guys are going to be tuned in today, excuse me, tomorrow on Jake Paul's YouTube channel and Showtime's YouTube channel, you're going to see the reincarnation. I don't even think I can say that because Ann Wolf isn't dead, right? Shit. Um, can you say reincarnation if the person's still alive? Oh, no. All right. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is what I'm telling you. If you like Dan Wolf, you're going to love her. She's 8 0, 7 KOs, 168. Clarissa knows her. She doesn't just know her. She's Sparta. She's used her for camp for Christina Hammer. Christina Hammer knows her. She doesn't just know her. She used her for camp. Franchon Cruz knows her. She doesn't just know her. She sparred her. Napoleon, Alicia. Oh, she knows her. O'Shea Jones, she knows her. Melissa Odessa, she knows her. They all been in the ring with her. They all know that I've been telling the truth for the last three to four years. And Saturday night, it's time. Mm. You about to see what I've been telling you. Now, getting back to the topic, I've been getting hit up by somebody we're not going to mention. Um, but we're going to discuss what he's saying. He's saying Bob's full of shit. And there's never been a fight of this magnitude in history of the sport where there's no guaranteed money on both sides. Bob's full of shit. But I'm debating with this person that will remain anonymous that is he? Because give me the fight where one guy went into the super fight without a promoter. Because even motherfucking uh, McGregor had UFC. Pacquiao, he got a promoter. Like, who don't have a promoter in a super fight? So, of course, they get guarantees. Of course. That's what Bob is saying. Had he had a promoter going into these negotiations, the fight would have been made because the promoter puts up his guarantee. That's what it is. It's like, yo, we 50-50. Oh, you think Earl deserved that? Cool, you cover that. I cover Crawford's. We're going to split pay-per-view revenue. We're going to split ticket sales. We're going to split concessions. We're going to split the valet, you know? But I can't guarantee you money if you ain't with me. I'm going to guarantee the dude that's been making me money, Earl Spence Jr. I'm going to guarantee him because I seen his ticket sales. I, I, I was there when he fought Ocampos. And by I, I mean Al. Al knows those numbers. So, of course, you can guarantee one person that money. But if you ain't signed to me, and I have no contractual obligation to you from leaving, not only with the belts that you win from Earl. I mean, it's just it's it's hard to it's hard to understand. It is. And obviously, due to all the information coming out. But it looks like we got some callers already, so we're gonna go ahead and open up the phone lines real quick. Looks like we got Cash Man P on Discord. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. If you're on Twitter space, I guess raise your hand. I really don't know how this works as I've just, this is our first one that we're doing. But uh, if you raise your hand, I will get to you after I get the cash man P. What up, cash man? It was good, family. How you um, doing? I know I called in yesterday saying that I was like on the fence. I felt both ways about it, but. After hearing what I've been hearing yesterday, after the call and these mandates starting to happen with Spence and stuff like that, 
I feel like Bud dropped the ball on this one. And if Spence was to vacate everything and just move up, that'd be on Bud. Because this is a legacy fight. I know we was talking about the money yesterday and was like, yo, would you turn down 10 plus million? I'm like, nah. But I wasn't thinking of the situation that they were in. This is for Undisputed. This is for bragging rights. This is to show who's the best of the best of the best at this division. I think this fight is bigger than fucking Mayweather and Pacquiao. But, 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 don't let Earl taint your mind. Don't let Earl taint your mind. Earl ain't even looked like Devin Haney at the scales yet. But he wants us to believe he can't make the weight. Earl ain't miss weight. Earl ain't take off his fucking underwear. Earl ain't wrap himself around a towel. They ain't bring a bigger podium to hide his ass while he doing the weigh-in. Fuck he mean he can't make weight. Show me, show me you struggling first like Dev. Show me you really want it like Dev. Show me. Come on, man. I'm giving him passes. Let, let Crawford go get this fucking check. You go fight your mandatory and let's fucking do it. Stop talking this I can't make weight shit. I ain't see you struggle yet. I ain't see you with your lips dry. I ain't see you look like Jacob's chewing gum. I ain't see none of that. <laughs> Fuck is y'all talking about? Y'all making fucking passes. Y'all don't want y'all favorite fighter to get in there and get this motherfucking fight. Fuck, I ain't see him struggle. Why he ain't, why he ain't, why he ain't motherfucking just putting Vaseline on his lips for fight week? I ain't see none hey, of that Ness. shit. Hey, yo, Ness, I ain't gonna hold you. His way in with Ugas, he did look a little funny. I'm not even gonna hold you. That, that, I'm that way in that he did with Ugas, he, he looked a little, he looked a little funny. I'm Googling pics. Earl versus Ugas right now. Yeah, Ness, you acting like motherfuckers ain't never talked about Earl. You feel me? Getting big, looking. You, but, but Danny, you could look big. You could look big. What you, what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about is not looking big. Looking like you struggling. That's what I'm, I'm talking about. Devin getting getting bashed on Twitter because he looked like a skeleton. I'm talking about but Devin. Next, I'm talking know, about Devin being know. compared to Fifty Cent in that movie he made. That's struggling to make weight. That's but showing next, the world. That's showing the world. A... That's showing the world. You might can't make the weight. You you but talking you gotta, about making the weight and pounding your chest? You talking about making the weight and pounding your chest? You can't make it. Get out of here, man. Falling for that. Ness, but you know it's hard for him now since he got his strength and nutrition. He got nutrition, nutritionist now. Who? If it were, if it was still easy for Spence to do it, he would have never had a nutritionist. But that's the, the last thing. Month. Devin got a nutritionist. He Devin, listen, Samson on, came on this show, told Devin and his father, "Y'all not gonna make weight. We know you struggling. I've been told." What he did, he made the way for the Linares fight. Then he hired the nutritionist, right? Then he made the way for the Joseph Diaz fight. Then he made the way for the uh, uh, Cambosos fight. Then he made it again. Now he's saying he's staying there. This the same dude said, I can't make weight. I got to move up. Come on, man. Don't give me that shit. You better fire whoever you got and get a new nutritionist. This, Like you said, this is a legacy fight. So you're going to run from it or you're going to make the way. You're going to eat hold grapes. On, hold on. Is you going to eat grapes and water? Is you going to eat grapes and water or you going to move up? Ness, let me play devil's advocate. Go ahead. Because, Let's do it. Because... Devin Haney's 23 years old. Mm -hmm. Earl Spence is, what, 32? They both been at the way the same amount of years. They agreed on that on Twitter verbally, okay. publicly. One, one man's body right now is developing a lot different than another man's body. I'm just saying Devin is younger. Yeah, so Devin is the growing boy. 
Devin is the growing young man. Correct. Not the so man that the is weight, there. The weight, the weight is easier to come off. He's younger. Nah, it's harder for, it's harder for the young man because he's busting at the seams. That's why Barrios never won a title at 22, never won a title at 26, and had to move up to 40. That's called busting I mean, at the he, seams. He you young a, and big. He also had like a, a fucking pretty significant height growth spurt. And that's cool, but what I'm saying is when you busting at the seams, you don't win a title there. You move up beforehand. You don't even become a contender there because you busting at the scenes. That's not what happening. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I honestly don't get the comparison, champ. That Barrios, listen to me. Just try and walk with me. Barrios ate himself through three divisions before he ever became a regular champ, bro. What are you talking about? Like that shows he was a growing man that could not make the weight. Not a not a not a dude that's been at weight ten years. That's different. So, so you kind of you kind of help you kind of help making my point. You saying that Barrios, who was around the age that Devin is now, Mm -hmm. was growing and could not make could could not make that weight. That's why he and Devin are compared, not Barrios, Devin, and but bro, Barrios had a height growth, bro. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like yeah, we we young. No, he was always tall. I know him before he got with Al, bro. So you mean to tell me? First of all, that's wrong. He's definitely taller than 5'10", because he's taller than me. Like I said, brother, he was always tall. I know him before he got with Al, man. So he was always the height he is now. He was always tall for his division. When he started at 22, he was tall as fuck. So as he grew, he grew. But he still stood tall for each division. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a young fighter definitely is able to do, not just make weight, but, like, just do more. Like, when you younger, bro, you're just able to do a lot more in your early 20s. Yeah, your metabolism, your age. Like, bro, the shit you're doing in your early 20s ain't the shit you're going to be doing in your early 30s. Even if you're living your life the same, you get what I'm saying? Like, you start to age, you start to... Slow down a bit, bro. You're not the same. But, I mean, I guess it really just depends on case by case. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, historically speaking, ain't no 23-year-old uh, going to be able to do less than his 32-year-old version of himself if, if he, you know, doing the same shit. All right, we got CYP up next. What up? Carlos. CYP, CYP. Hey man, I got some uh I got some beef with Danny real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, you my man, you my man, but I got beef. So it's okay for Jake Paul to knock out everybody. With everybody else. Four and it's okay for him to knock out a 40-year-old Willie. It's okay for him to probably knock out 45-year-old Silver. Okay, knock out YouTubers, basketball players. But if we wanted to fight somebody that's gonna whoop his ass, then that's the problem. See. I find that's that some, not, I find that's that not bullshit. What I said. That's not it's what okay I said. For him to put ass whoopings on everybody, everybody, but for us to see him in, in the opposite position is making us haters want to see him lose. I find that some bullshit. You Tell st- him to stop fighting dudes that he's that. that he's prone to knock out. I've been an Anderson Silver fan since I was young. You this dude that. is forty five with low movement and his twitch is slow. He's going to knock him out. And honestly, you call me a Jake hater, but I put that on a bet. 
a month and a half ago with my Alicia Bumgarner uh, um, parlay. So I hope he wins to pay me my damn money that I've been waiting for for a month. But I'm telling you, this we need to see him fight somebody that can actually give him a challenge. And that's not necessarily lose, but stop picking dudes that you know you're going to knock out and then call us haters when we say, how about you get your ass knocked out? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Who called you a hater, Carlos? Well, no, you said that pe- people, well, I don't know if it was you and this. One of y'all was like, people hating on him. They want to yeah, see him lose. I said, I said that. They, I said that. they want to see him lose? Yeah. So he said that after I'm saying people complaining about who he fighting at 5 and no, and they're being unrealistic with who they want to see him fight, bro. Motherfuckers want, like, it ain't that they want to see him challenge. They want to see him lose. Like, name me somebody he should be fighting at 5 and no. With one amateur fight, you get what I'm saying? It ain't gonna be a world champion, but yet that's who people have requested, called upon because of how big of a splash he's been making. I've seen a lot of people call him out that wasn't world champions, that was just guys who just wanna get in there and get some money, and they ain't stars either. He ignores them dudes because they're not popular enough. So let's let's stop let's stop forgetting that you need to be popular to fight him, not just an amateur, not just five and zero. No, no, you need to be popular. But it just course. seems to me that the popular dudes he chooses are dudes he can knock out, and that's all fun and games. But to say you want to see him in a fight with anybody popular that may actually win or or not get knocked out doesn't make you no goddamn hate it. I ain't say uh, that. Uh, I, I just uh, said. I think you just misunderstanding what we labeling as a hater. We labeling the people that want to see him fight a better fighter than any other pro boxer has ever fought at this pace in their career. He's not Loma. He's not. A, he's got one amateur fight. So the people that are rushing him to jump up in competition. Yes, you are a hater because Floyd didn't rush up and jump in competition. Canelo fought Puppet Vasquez, and it probably was a mistake in his third fight. But, yes, Canelo fought Puppet, and and, and Puppet went on to become a world champion. But you can't find dudes that do that. There's not a lot of Clarissa Shields, Francois Cruises in this world that fight each other in their first fight. Like, Jake is doing what any other fighter has done. I mean, pick up your favorite fighter, and I'll pull up his resume and tell you what they first five fights looked like. But make sure that your favorite fighter only got one amateur fight. So, exactly. So no, but even some of their favorite fighters don't have better opposition. It's the same level of opposition. They're just not as popular as Jake's opposition. Jake chose MMA dudes that have you know, followings, but novices in boxing, kind of like what all boxers do. All boxers get in there with someone that is not going to beat them. Like, you know, Bruce Trampler ain't throwing in, you know, Troy Isley with fucking Jason Rosario. Like, it's a developmental fight. It's like, oh, he's Jake Paul. He brings money. He sells pay-per-views. He can't develop. Put him in a tough fight. I I don't get it. He's good for the business. Hmm. Anything else, CYP? I think he he done jumped off. But we got a $5 Super Chat Mad Ben 100. says, my son's 18 years old. Went from 150 pounds to 123 in 10 days for wrestling. Youth is beautiful. Exactly. And that's why Devin is still making it. I guess it's his thing, but I don't. I disagree. I feel like when you're younger, it's harder because you're a growing man. Nah, when you're 30, you're, Bro, 
Like, bro, you, let me finish my right, sentence just so you understand, okay. like, physics, okay? okay? Because doesn't your body stop growing? Or do you, or after 21, are we still growing? Can he Google that and show us that after 21, men still growing? Because show me that. Show me that. Show me that we still fucking growing at 30. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the body stops after a fucking bro, while. Your metabolism you don't keep getting don't high. Stop, bro. You don't it keep, slows you down, don't keep growing and, and become a seven foot man or an eight foot man. Like, you tap out. What do it say there? 18 to 20. So, can I get an apology for the 30 year old man nah, you're trying not, to say is still growing? I'm not saying he's still no, growing. No, no. He I'm Googled saying... it. He didn't read it. He takes that he that he's wrong I'm on the wrong. chin, but doesn't I'm fucking say wrong. it. You wrong. You asked to you look wrong. up when do men stop growing. What the fuck does that have to do with your metabolism slowing down in Bro, your 30s? The growing, you can't lose the weight as easily, growing, Tim. A perfect example, a perfect example of that. The older a perfect example of that That's is why you and I it. both started foodie fit at the same time, except you were working out and I wasn't. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I've been able to lose so much more weight than you. Because you were heavier. Bro, was we or was we not around the same weight? No. I was always lighter than you. You started not, at 260. Not by much, though, bro. You was like 250. Regardless, percentage-wise, I have lost a significant larger percentage than you. May, again, maybe you don't understand this, but you had more body fat than I. That's it. It's called muscle a body fat ratio. That's it. You had more body fat, Bro, my brother. I'm just saying, when you're younger, regardless, mm -hmm. the weight comes off easier. <laughs> the weight comes Bro, off easier. So if if, if 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 what he is saying is true, why did I start to look better before you? It took you longer to physically look the way you're looking. I got on the diet, broom. Why? Because I added f physical training. You just went with diet. See, and I, I, I think, I think it was extremely noticeable on me before it was on you. It was noticeable that you lost weight, but you was flabby, bro. It wasn't yeah. toned. I'm saying, yeah. Like nobody wants to fucking have a fucking curtain hanging off their arm. Like it's different. You could just lose the weight on diet, or you can train. But a and young tone. individual, regardless, is gonna lose the weight easier than an older individual every time. All right. I get you, and, and that does make sense, but the younger individual is also growing at a more rapid rate than I the mean, older man. I mean, according to Google, Devin stopped growing years ago, right? So, who's closer to the 20? <laughs> is Devin closer to that 20 that the, the, the world is telling you? I'm just saying, Google Google. Who said is closer, he, brother? Yeah, he's closer. So, that means that your man, Earl, who you trying to make an excuse for... Ben, stop fucking growing. He's 30 something, bro. So Let's move on. Just because you stop Let's growing, move on. Let's move on. You ever bro. heard of a metabolism? I'll move on, bro. It's all good. Because anybody I could, I could else. Google that for you as well. I mean, you're going to have to Google something because the last Google search you failed. Bro, you asked me that. What the fuck that got to do with metabolism and with being able to do something when you're younger, champ? Like, we got Ed Caesar. What up? On Discord. See you with your hand up, champ. Yo, everybody stop chatting because, you know, if I'm wrong, you guys are too. <laughs> I got Sway in New York City with the $5 Super Chat. He says, boots. All right, there you go. What's going on, champ? Caesar? I just, I just redownloaded this app. Yo, uh, 
this time is actually working pretty good. I can hear you guys very clearly. Um, but yeah, man, um, in terms of like uh, losing weight and metabolism and all that, I mean, I'll tell you my experience. Uh, when I was in high school, I wrestled and I'm not going to lie. I didn't struggle very much to make weight, man. I was, I was, I want to say I was dropping like 15, 20 pounds. I was wrestling at that time. I was wrestling like at 125, and uh, I didn't have too much trouble. Man, I would sleep weight off. I would go to sleep and wake up a pound lighter. So it was, and it's it's just youth, man, because I can't do that shit now. So that's just my personal experience. Take that how you will. Um, I I personally believe. Let me ask you something. Knows, bro. Ness knows. He was just Ness. Ness a couple months ago. Bro, Ness knows a couple months ago, he knows so much, that's why he was just shopping for TRT, because he knows that the shit you could get out of your body when you younger ain't the same shit you can get out of your body when you older. Exactly. Bro, so, bro, but you wouldn't need growing? TRT but if you growing? was in your 20s, because guess what? Your body naturally produces it, bro. You able to get more out of your body when you younger. Holy you able shit. to cut more weight when you younger, bro. It's, it's in my argument. Danny, oh, my God. We got to let, we gotta let this go. We got to let okay. this go because my argument is that the older man stops growing. You literally saying it right now that the older man needs TRT. Bro, you literally saying my no, argument. I just I'm, want, I just want to no. drop it. You so won. TRT helps you won. You won. You won. So, yes. Okay. Yes. So apparently, yes. apparently, you get taller and bigger. Go ask, go ask Lamont Peterson. Bro, but, go, 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 Google some fucking bodybuilders. Listen, let's let it go. We don't have to do bro, this. So, so Jesus now it's Christ. The I literally builder. said right, he now. won. I literally said he won. Like we can let it go right. and get to callers. Lord have mercy. Yo, but it makes sense. It makes sense the way you put it, Ness, because, I mean, I was always, from my understanding, the, the human body stops at the age of 27. That's that's what I've always... You breaking up too much, Caesar. You breaking up too much, baby. You breaking up way too much. But we do got a bunch of people on Twitter space. Like I said, this is our first time rocking out with Twitter. I don't even know how that works, but if you want to raise your hand, you want to talk, I see my man Broadway Joel up in the billing. Who this? Somebody, it says, oh, that's Hot Boxing Minute. What up? I see you. What's goody? Raise your hand. Y'all want to tap in? Y'all want to talk about this conversation? You want to give us your thoughts? Any super chats we got to get to, Danny? I got Sway in New York, which I never seen it finished. He says, Boots Ellis, probably December 17th in Atlanta. Spence fight in Thurman, if the money right. No one turning down big money or Spence Fundura at 54 in February. Now, that is true. In that interview with Espinosa, he does say Spence might take a 54 fight. Okay, we got Ja. I think his name is Ja. Oh, that's James Benitez. Okay, James. Now, how do I let you speak? Invite to speak. There you go. That was easy. So, I've requested him. I think you guys might have to request me as well. Okay, and it looks like so at a speaker. What up, Joel? Joel, let me know when you're ready. I do hear someone. Is that? I'm here. What's going on? What's going on, Dad? What up, champ? How are you? 
I'm doing well, man. The Damez got that win against Montiel. So you know the voice of Dominican boxing got to talk about that. A lot of people weren't picking him to stop him, let alone in the third round. My man came out softball and dusted this dude, a guy who gave Charlo trouble. So all I want to know is that Adamas made a statement in the middleweight division, and if Charlo vacates that belt, that's a duck. I don't want to hear nothing. Unless he's moving up to fight Benavidez, a plant, if he's fighting Selecki and some other Euro guy, I don't want to hear it. That's a duck because he earned that. He fought and eliminated with Deverinchenko, beat him. Then the, uh, the WBC ordered him to fight Munguia for the mandatory position. Munguia ducked him, so he had to fight Montiel for the interim. And he got the interim, so he earned his shot. So either vacate and, and prove that you a duck or fight my man Adamez. Mm. All right, all right, all right. So if he doesn't get the Charlo fight, what you want to see him do? Thing is, thing is, the middleweight division is so fragmented. You know Janet Beck is on the ESPN side and Triple G. I don't know what he's doing, but from what I understand, he's fighting his mandatory and foul cow. So I, I just want him to be elevated to, 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 to full champion if he's going to vacate. And then, you know, from there, he's negotiating from a point of a champion. So I, I, that's what I want the WBC to do. Mandate it and, we'll, and the ball's in Charlo's court. Because he hasn't fought nobody since he moved up to 160. And right now, we got somebody who, who beat the last side, two guys you beat, and, and beat Montiel in way better fashion than you did. So to me, he earned his shot both, like, both through the public eye and through the sanctioning body. So my man deserves his shot. And Charlo... I'm not calling him a duck yet because he hasn't vacated. And I don't know what's his next move. But if he vacates, that's a duck. I hear you, champ. I hear you, man. What's your thoughts on this Earl Spence and, and, and Crawford saga before I let you go? It, 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 I think, I, listen, I spoke to Steven Espinosa. I spoke to Blue Blood. And what I made out from that, it's Crawford's fault, man. Crawford, from what I understand, pulled out because he wasn't getting the access to the books that he wanted. But in the Muhammad Ali Act, the fighter actually has legal action, legal uh, right to look at the book. So that can't be a, a, a point of contention in the negotiation. So I don't understand yeah, why but, he... Yeah, but read it. Re re read the act because somebody told us that yesterday and the way I read it, it doesn't say that I have access to see what you're spending on the event. It has You have access to see as far as what when it pertains to what you're getting, but... Bro, so now you want him to get access to see what the rest of the card is getting, <laughs> to to see to see how much they're spending on on fucking hotel rooms and traveling, bro. You know what I'm saying? Put, put a cap on expenses. Put a cap on expenses. Then, if that's the case, no. But, but what he's saying is, what he's saying is, if you're not fifty fifty on the event, you don't get access to see everything. Like, why should why if you're fighting me? Why should you get the right to see what Danny's purse is if he's on the undercard? When you well, ain't when you ain't putting no money towards his purse. Towards towards it. You ain't even a promoter. Like you don't even have a promoter's license to go fit. It's not even a cold promotion. How the fuck do you get to see half of everything if you're not putting up half of anything? Yeah, but you gotta look look at the move. Look who he's fighting now, and that fight's not gonna happen, bro. I'm telling you right now. The same thing that happened with To and Trilla. Is gonna happen with Crawford. He's I hope not. The, he's fighting the same level of opponents he was fighting. I hope and, not. And, and, I mean, I, I, I got a source that tells me that 
you know, Black Prime is backed by some pretty big money in Silicon Valley. Um, my source, you know, he's been in the sport for at least 30 years. So, you know, if he's not fearful, I am going to give them a shot and see what they do. Plus, I don't know if you know, but Bob Arum already came out and said that Frank Warren told him all the money for Avenesian is in the bank already and that it was a huge purse. Not whoa, to mention, whoa. not to mention Bob, who's being sued by Crawford, said that Crawford already got a significant portion of his purse. So think about that. Think about that. We've never we've never seen that done. We've never seen any fucking body get paid before the fight. We've seen them guarantee. We 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 we've yeah. seen we've seen a, a high level profile promoter guarantee you gonna get that money, not give you a portion beforehand. So how the fuck well, is Crawford gonna turn around from that and and, and walk away? You can't. I, well, I, I'm not privy to that, so maybe what you're saying is right. No, 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 no. The video. No, 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 no. No, no. The videos are on Fight Hype. You just ain't see the video. You privy. Okay. The world yeah, is privy. Right. The world is okay. privy. But w- one thing I will say is, if you're looking in the Nevada State Athletic Commission, they don't have no date reserved for a, 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 a combat event on December 10th. So what they need to do is figure that out. Yeah, but they're not fighting in Nevada. They're not fighting in Nevada. Nebraska, Nebraska. You said Nevada, you Papa. Did, you did oh, say I Nevada. Met, but yes, yes, uh, you are correct because I, I actually was on the Nebraska uh, State Athletic Commission yesterday and they don't have an event listed for uh, December 10th yet. Yes. Only, only 40 something days out. They better figure that out. Figure that out. All right, well, Joel, man, thank you for calling in, and uh, we appreciate you. We about to go to James Benitez, Huntsville, Alabama, Alabama, via Twitter Space. We are now using Twitter Space for anybody that likes to be on Twitter. You can use Twitter not only to listen to the show, but also to call in. James, are you available? Yo, Ness, you hear me? Loud and clear, champ. Hey, man. Yo, man, I'm just glad that you use the multiple platforms, man. You spread the channel. I see how this space is just starting to fill up with people today, man. So it's a good look. So I just want you to just go ahead and keep on touching the eyes and ears of all the listeners. You know, how I feel about this, man, I feel that when Bud was just negotiating, negotiating on the side with Black Farm, he should have used that as just a bargaining chip or whatever just to either try to get more money from Showtime so Espinosa wouldn't have felt blindsided by it. So they could have probably just came correct or just backed off and everybody would have just probably been in the know. But, you know, end of the day, man, I just want to keep the lines going and just, uh, you know, and just keep listening to the show, man. And shout out to you, Nick. I'm out. Appreciate you. Looks like we got one more caller on the line, but we got a six-month member right here on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice where you should be subscribed. If you're not subscribed, please Come on over and do so. Help us get to our next goal of a million subscribers. Only you can help us. But our member, Jazz Jazz 11, member for six months at the champ level. So he definitely gets to listen to our live betting show today at 8.30 a.m. where we give you betting advice. And we've been making you money consistently at least four weeks in a row. Big money. That being said, he said, what did y'all hear about Guido's camp? We didn't hear anything. He's not been here. 
He came here once, Sony, right? <coughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I haven't seen Guido in uh, honestly a, a, a minute. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I can't really speak on Guido. Um, can't. I'ma just not easily impressed, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I got Tony Salgado. He says, "What up, Ness? Danny, been at the hospital with a broken leg, so haven't kept up with all this. Haven't kept up with all this. Why can't Boots and Spence happen if Spence stays at the weight? Well, you know." Because he's not, you know, that's not the big fight. That's not the big fight. Um, we got Ed Weezy, $5 Super Chase says, What's up, you guys? Love the content. Good work. Hand clapping emoji. And I don't know, what's the big deal? Crawford knew he was fighting till next year, so why not make $10 million? Because it does push it back, right? Like, we heard the leaked audio from Earl, which is obviously fishy that there's one-way leaked audio, but... You know, we heard that leaked audio, and um, obviously they were looking at January. With Crawford fighting in December, the January date is not available. Rayfield did say what? February? I think the 4th or something. But even that is pushing it, like, from the 10th to the 4th. From the 10th of December to the 4th of February, that's a fast turnaround, a la Canelo style. I got Larry Smooth in a 4110. Eh, eh, that ain't as fast. Really? Not as. December 10th. January 10th makes 30 days. February 10th doesn't even make another 30. I mean, is the fighters on the 4th if you use that date. So it's less than 60, which is barely eight weeks, if that. Oh, yeah, yeah, see, you're right. Larry Smooth in the 410 says, Canelo is also bigger draw, so it makes sense that he would get paid more than Bud. Of course, that's why he got the guarantee. Uh, what, what would the uh, uh, honestly? What would the appeal be, right? Because it seems like they're trying to get Earl off, uh, you know, get him a fight. Mm-hmm. So, what would the appeal be to a quick turnaround? March. No, no, no. Appeal. What would the appeal be for the quick turnaround? Like, because all we've heard is January, February. What's the appeal in January, February? Just keeping the, the, you know, keeping the iron hot. Yeah, I don't know. They probably should uh, look at. They can't look at Cinco de Mayo, so it's like, why wait? I'm not. I never Wilder, said Wilder Cinco, always Cinco goes March, April. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. But Wilder, like, I mean, it's spring break too. You, you capitalizing on the, you know, people. That's like in April, champ. Uh, but regardless, like, think about when Wilder fought Ortiz the second time. That was the weekend before Thanksgiving 2019. Then he turns around, fights Fury in, in February. That That's something I never liked and I never understood. Wilder as the A-side, why are you giving yourself less less time then? Like, why I mean, are they, you, they think they can get it done. You know, like, but why bro, balloon what, and wait? Okay, but what big fighter is fighting every... You know, on a two-month turn, like, yes, you mentioned Canelo during a pandemic against, you know, lesser than opposition. Like, that quick turnaround was the Yodron fight. Yeah, he turned around to, to then do it again for Billy Joe, but he was coming off the Yodron fight. You get what I'm saying? And going into. So, all I'm, uh, all I'm trying to see from you is why you think they're trying to rush it. Like, do you think that maybe they believe Earl... 
can't make the weight past the second half of next year? Do you? I think mean, that, yeah, they're rushing it because that, he's out here saying it's hard to make weight, so get it done as soon as possible. So you don't think it's maybe they believe the fight will lose steam? If they don't do it. Well, I said that too. I said strike while the iron's hot. Everybody's talking. I, I want you guys to hear this because I don't know that this sort of audio coming from Team Crawford is um, productive. We, not, we ain't blaming Earl Spence, but I am blaming him. I am blaming him. I'm blaming him. I say, why, why he ain't asking what's going on? He ain't say nothing all in between the negotiations. He ain't said nothing until after it's over after they know we got another fight. What, why he didn't say nothing? You see what Buzz said? Y'all still ain't say what Buzz said? Listen, I know this off my haters because I got all my lovers in the building. All my haters, like I say, I'm going to say this one more time. Where was Errol Spence in the negotiations? Where was he? That motherfucker didn't come sit at the round table. Not one time. They call on the phone all the time. The man that called Bud never asked him, what can I do to get your ass in the ring? Because they ain't worth nothing. That's how they say they they low class. They ain't worth nothing. Earl Spence hanging on, waiting on Al. What to tell him? That's his real daddy. The man in the in the in the in the ring with him. That ain't his daddy. Al is his daddy. Shit, he don't make a move until Al say something. Fuck. Because his daddy can't be told. I know a real father would have been and told that man, go kick his ass. That's what you need to do, son. You're already a millionaire. You're already a world champion. You better go kick his ass. That's what a real father would have did. We did not. Well, I mean, that definitely, I ain't going to say it ain't going to get you to fight. It can make Earl mad enough to want to, you know, fight. But it, it also could work against them. So that is the audio. People are like, what audio? Hopefully you heard that. We got a speaker on Twitter space. Talk to me, Jay. Hardcore. What up? Hey, what's up, fellas? How are always you, brother? Keeping life simple, man. It's always a pleasure. Hey, uh, you just heard that what Bernie just said, but you know what? I remember, what, I, I try to listen to everything that comes out. And Earl said in the beginning of the negotiations, this time he's not going to negotiate it on social media. He said, the last time I felt I had a little part in it not happening because, you know, we had egos flowing and I was talking at 80, 20, and 70, 30 stuff. He said, so this time I'm going to keep quiet and I ain't going to do all of that. And that's what he did. And he got a promoter to have the, well, Witchcomb is not a promoter. He's a advisor. But he has he has a mouthpiece for him. That's what they pay him for. So he didn't need to get out there and say anything. He just needed to sit back and let it unfold. Like, Because the first time he talked, it didn't work. So this time he said, I ain't going to do that. And everything that cat says he's going to do, that's what he does. Moving on from that, man. Uh, I can't be mad at Crawford for getting a bag. I do have a problem with him the way he the way he did it. You know what I mean? Nobody going to well, people going always going to fault you for saying you know uh, you, you you messed this fight up again or this that and the third. But that man is looking at generational wealth. He's looking at hey, I could lose this fight with uh, Spence. So if I can grab this ten right here and maybe grab another fifteen and twenty, what twenty? At least twenty. That's thirty million for two fights. You know what I mean? And I can put that away because if I lose the fight, I'm probably not gonna fight no more after that. So I got something stashed away that I can use to invest and do better for myself in life. I gotta respect that. Y'all know I'm a sense supporter, but 
I love the boxing game more than anything. You know what I mean? So I'm always going to look at them being good afterwards. You know what I mean? Because back in the day, a lot of boxers weren't good, man. And you and you see them out here, they uh, Las Vegas, you know, watch, standing at doors and, you know, greeters and all that type of stuff and barely have money to eat with, man. So, hey, I ain't mad what you get in the bag, but you not telling them, hey, this is what's going on. I thought that was, like, not a good move. That's pretty much all I got, fellas. Jay right, Hardcore, shout out to you. Soon Don't down. forget to follow Hardcore Boxing News 50 on Twitter. Appreciate it's the support. 50, it's, it's 51, that's now. Remember, they hit me up. Okay. Hardcore Boxing News 51. Let's go. I appreciate that, though. Thanks. For sure, for sure. Um, Looks like I got a request from LJ. Who is Johnny Slick? What up, Johnny? Oh, Johnny dropped off. I guess you didn't want to speak. If anybody wants to speak, go ahead and request to be a speaker on Twitter Spaces, and we'll bring you on. Let's see who we got on Discord. We're going out to SDX Renzi. What up? Good morning, TBV. Buenos dias. Hey, man, I'm going to just give my two cents real quick. Uh, I got to stick with the original, man. I don't know if we forgetting, but I feel like when this topic first came out and y'all did like a who to blame video one time, and that's you was you were saying I, I think we were siding with, with Crawford can't be to blame because he should be able to know what's going on based on the fact that he's only getting paid off of how the – the shit does like off of ticket sales or whatever that's the only way he's getting paid so he should at least be able to know and if he's not gonna be able to know and see everything uh al Heyman should at least sit down with him and be like hey this is what it is and this is what i'm willing to show you as far as what actively has to do with you but because he's not getting no guaranteed money he should be able to know something i mean i feel like that's anything. Doing business with anybody. If I say, hey, Ness, I want to do business with you. Ah, ah, ah. This is what we looking like we can do. I'm using your platform, but I'm bringing something to the show. I feel like, you know, I should be able to see something like just specifically for this event. He should be able to see like what the numbers is because like we said it from the top of the deal. I don't know if y'all remember that show, but it was like, okay, he should be able to see hotels and all that because what if these seats and these hotels and these fights that they getting is for other people's families and friends and shit, and this coming out of the money that Bud's supposed to be getting? And they flying out all these different people and these people getting front row ticket seats and shit. That's his money. He should be able to know what's going on. For sure, man, for sure. No, listen, I'm, I'm being told the same thing. There's a lot of people hitting me up saying... Uh, it's unheard of, you know, no guaranteed money, not being to know everything and all the expenses is unheard of, but... Yeah, it just, it just sounds like you're going into a blind situation, you know? I feel like, and, and like, especially like, it's boxing, man, it's like, let alone, we talking about lose a fight, you could lose your life, man. That man could go in there and lose his life for in a fight and you, that, that we know is going to be a banger, 
we know they're going to leave it all in there when they do get in the ring. And you talking about you could possibly be putting your life on the line and I'm going in there not knowing what I'm going to get off of this? Nah. Not, I got a family. I got people that's, that got to live after whatever happens to me that night, you know? And I feel like that's what people got to respect, regardless of the fact. You know, it ain't just like football, a game of football or something like that, something simple. That man putting his life on the line. Uh, the only other thing I got to say, my boy didn't get to get his interview, Ness, but you, you, I need you to put him in your betting show today, man. That's, Quentin, that's Brandon, uh, man, Quentin Brandon Sumner. and Bo. Brandon and Bo, I've sent you, even the last one that you sent me, like, yo, I reached out to Brandon, he didn't get back. I even sent that to him. He in the chat right now. Brandon, what's wrong with you? Hey, they, they playing with me, but it's cool. Don't sleep on my man, Quentin Sumner. He's fighting Jeremiah Milton. That fight will at least go all six rounds. That's a plus 320 or something right now. That fight will go all six rounds. And if my man gets six rounds with him, he might win on the cards. So don't sleep on him. That's all I got to say. TBV, I'm out. All right. Who is next on the line? If you want to call in, we're using Twitter spaces. So go ahead and request to... Speak on Twitter, or you can use our Discord uh, where we are there. We got JP in Long, well, formerly from Long Beach, now Las Vegas. What up, champ? Morning, morning, morning. I got you. I got you. So, look, Ness, yes, sir. you a businessman. You a businessman. Say you doing border wars. There's a big border wars fighter. There's two fighters everybody want to see. One guy says, you say, okay, I'm going to pay you guys. One guy says, you say, here's the rate I pay. He says, no, nah, I don't like that rate. You say, well, since you don't like that rate, we can incentivize it. You get paid from the proceeds. That's how it goes in anything. Then can that fighter then say to you, the owner of Border Wars say, well, okay, Ness, but I want to see how you're spending the money. What are you going to say? Uh, probably no. It's 101. It's business 101. If we not starting there, we, we got to be starting there, dog. So, period. We got to end that shit. Even in the NFL, when a player says, I don't like that contract, they then incentivize it based on his performance. And then you have potential to earn way more than that baseline contract. That's just fucking business 101. Shout out to Rachel Donaire and them who came on, they spent the whole fucking day on the back call with us. I'm talking about they people goals. Yo, they Tim. People goals. Yo. Question though. Question. Is your mic on your Twitter? No, you got to turn your mic off. Oh, I'm not, I haven't even joined it. Like, that's not it. That's his background. I haven't, I hadn't even joined it. Oh. But, um, no, I was going to ask you, but in other team sports, though, like right now the whole thing is Lamar Jackson, right? Lamar Jackson, they're saying they gonna, they're going to bring out the Brinks trucks for him. But the thing with Lamar, obviously, is based on his performance, but it's also based on what other people's getting paid. Right? Like in the NFL, it's, it's not as much the marketability as it is the market. Sure. So, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, there is no other welterweight. Like, you have Earl so, Spence and you have Terrence Crawford. So it's like the market doesn't really dictate what they're making in boxing. This is really obviously a mixture of the marketability, 
plus what they're bringing to the table as far as in the ring. In football, it's not quite like that. Well, so then what's their market then? What's the measure? It ain't Canelo. So if we really hold them by the standards they should be held by, which is what they've produced previously, they're old, they're getting overpaid, bro. And come on, don't, don't do that. So look, man, let me move on because that I mean I feel like that's we gotta start at that baseline with the business. Donair family, shout out to them. Al Heyman, quickly. Um, dog, we got two pictures of this nigga that only exist, and I don't know the sound of his voice. I, never I got, I got video on history. my channel, Val. Huh? There's a whole video of him on my channel, Val. Shock it ain't got a million views. It is good, because I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Uh, I don't know the sound of the man's voice, and there's two weird pictures on Google images that exist. How does this man get this much negative publicity? How? It's impossible. He once tried to provide us free boxing, and they clowned him and damn near round, ran him out the sport for that. When he was trying to give it to us free, it was a fucking clown show. And so that transitions, transitions me to, I don't know who these guys are, but there are some dudes out there that just are happy with the fact that Bud ain't got to submit to that nigga. You know, and that's good enough. You know, there are people like that. I don't know. What'd you say? Anyway, man, and and I I just find that strange. But the nutshell is this. It seems like Terrence dipped out on negotiations. Uh, Bad business overall. Could potentially put the fight at risk in the future. So if you were getting some renovations done on your house and you just wanted one contractor to do it, it was the week of the work to start. And he just says, oh, I'm starting another contract. I'm, I'm starting something else this week. Never gave you any heads up. You're going to be pretty pissed, right? Pretty simple analogy. Um, so he may not, but if he's able to come back after this Avenesian shit, it's one of the dopest business moves ever. You able to go get you a 10 mil, still come on back, give us what we want. I love it. But if he doesn't, I fucking hate it because this guy is going to be on resume. I don't know if his resume even gets, I mean, he's undisputed, so he probably gets into the Hall of Fame. But Terrence Crawford is potentially an all time great. And um, if he doesn't get this fence fight, he won't be held in those conversations or in that esteem on those um, on those platforms. I told you, I got you, Ness. All right, brother. Appreciate you calling in. We got some people on spaces ready to rock and roll. Jonathan Lombarena, you up, champ. BJ up next. Talk to us. Jonathan Lombarena on Twitter space. You up, champ. Unmute. Hello. Good morning. Um, I was just going to touch on a couple things. You know, uh, what Crawford did, I don't think it's such a bad thing to the sport like a lot of people are saying. It's a, it's a matter of the man hasn't fought in a year, and he told uh, – he's, he's literally told uh, – well, according to him, he told Al he's going to fight this year. So, um. As well as that, uh, Errol Spence actually said he was fighting in November with or without Crawford, and we all seen that. But for some reason, we can't seem to find the the tweet. I think it was a tweet. I'm not quite sure. But um, other than that, you know, um, what I what I want to say is like uh, 
as far as making weight, he can make the weight still because, like Ness said, uh, we haven't seen him sunken in. The worst we probably seen him was uh, there was a lot of rumors during like the camp for the Pacquiao fight that he was looking kind of kind of sunken in, kind of weak. Uh, but I just want to say uh, Triple G has been making 160 since May 2006. Let me keep. Uh, let me repeat it. He's been making 160 since May 2006. So what Ness is saying is correct. He hasn't been sunken in. So why is it that he can't make the weight? Wait till 2023. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Mexican style. Muchas gracias. Champion. Campeon. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I really have to say. Uh, I'm still. I just still want to see this fight, and I think Crawford. Crawford is just making sure he's not cold before going into the big fight, you know. And I think Errol Errol should do the same, you know. Why not do a mandatory? Yeah, he hasn't done one in years. All right, Jonathan. And let's, be, let's be real. Danny wasn't a mandatory. They made him mandatory. Bullshit. It's okay. It's okay. You don't move. do this for a living. You don't know. It's all right. Danny was in line when Earl so Spence why? and Sean Porter fought September 28th so at the former Staples Center. Shut it? up. Shut up. I'm talking. So he was the mandatory in line for Sean's belt. For Sean's belt back in 2019. That fight was going to get made before the car accident even happened. They already had a date in January Okay, let me ask you, who was mandatory for Crawford accident, before his quarter? Then the car accident happened in October of 2019, so that got pushed. People was talking about Maurice Lee in Jesus' name. That did not happen. Uh, he came back to I got face a question his, his for you, WBC I got a mandatory for you, Danny. December 5th, 2021. Danny, I got a question for you. Who was mandatory for the WBO for Crawford before Porter? Do you know that? Yeah, Virgil. Uh-huh. And, and he turned down the opportunity. What's your point? It was Danny Garcia. And they couldn't make they couldn't make the the fight. I don't think it was Danny. It was he was never he was never the mandatory. Maybe he was number 1, but he was never the mandatory in the WBO. Never. I was Virgil. All right, man. Well, thank you. Thank you for the call. No worries. Very well. Speaking of thank yous, I want to say shout out to Fred, the boss. He just gifted five memberships right here on YouTube. So hopefully you got one of those. And if you did, maybe you should be sending Fred a thank you so we can know exactly who he sent it to and thank him for you. We got requests from uh, the fans corner, but yeah, who BJ, do you got? So BJ is up. I'm just waiting on... Him to connect and I got C Dub. You can on. unmute champ. Talk What's to going us. On? What up? What up? What's going on, boxing boys? Um, as far as the Earl Bud saga, I think it's just a miscalculation by Al. Um, you you waited all this time. You're telling this man this is the biggest fight, but I ain't got no money for it. You know, uh, so if I'm Bud. You tell me it's the biggest fight. You ain't got no money for you. I need a promoter. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to come back with a promoter. It's that simple. Either way, he has to walk away from this deal. It's a shitty deal. Why would he stay and take 35% and then you saying, I can't see the books because I ain't got no promoter. All right, I'm going to dip. I'm going to go find somebody. I'll see you in January. We'll start negotiations over. 
Yeah, we just got to hope that that fight's still there, bro. You know, we don't want him to get Demetrius Andre. He could get I mean, that. It, it, Al, Al could get mad. Not. Al could get mad and feel turned off. You left him with his dick in his hand. I ain't fucking with you. Earl, move Come up. We got, we, got, we got Jamel. We got Jamel for you up there, Earl. We got Fondura for you up there, Earl. Man, we could do whatever you want. Shit, we already offered Canelo $55 million for you, Earl. Fuck Crawford. That's what Al going to tell him. Well, then, then Earl will never be undisputed. At that That's division? At that division? Nah, he ain't never going to. He ain't going to be undisputed champ, at champ, champ, You not making any sense. You telling me that Al can't make Charlo Earl next? Exactly. If they take it, if exactly. take it. Exactly. No, 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 but you admitted it. It's within his no, no, realm. He, 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 he can, can make, make it because they both no, offered I'm it. giving you a prediction. I'm not, I said my prediction, Earl will never be undisputed if he don't take this fight. And I'm telling you, there's the possibility at 54, and guess what? Has Charlo ever been on pay-per-view? Yes. Yeah. Was it a success, or did he do 130000 with his own twin brother? On a six-fight pay-per-view. All right, yeah, then. So, 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 so when I say so, so when I say that Al could offer Jamel undisputed title shot defense at Earl in his biggest fight of his life, would I be lying? You wouldn't be lying, but I mean, he can so, make a, so. A, a hold, on, deal hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, brother, hold on. So, if I wouldn't be lying, isn't it? Likely that Jamel would take that because he's never done a successful pay-per-view and this fight could easily be anywhere in Texas and be big for the both of them? Absolutely. So, that, so, then, so, then, so then by agreeing to that, you admit that Earl does have a possibility at Undisputed. No, I didn't say possibility. I said he will never be. But, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. No, no, but that's an oxymoron. You can't say someone would never do something then turn around and say they got a possibility. So if you I agree, mean, homeless with, man has a possibility to be a billionaire. But no, 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 no. You see, no, but that's you being sarcastic. This isn't sarcasm. Bud and Jamel, excuse me, Earl and Jamel are on the same side of the street with the same advisor, with the same network, and Jamel's never done a successful pay per view. That means Earl would be his biggest fight, so he would take it. So anything else you say other than that, you're making it up to try to win this argument. You gotta unmute, BJ. Got on mute. Looks like we might have lost him. I I hear you that Charlo has said he would never publicly fight um, Earl Spence, but you got to remember Earl Spence publicly said he would fight Charlo. Mike Tyson publicly said they should fight each other because if they're friends, they should make money together. So... While we know Earl said he won't, uh, Jamel said he won't do it, like I said a few seconds ago, there is no bigger fight for Jamel. It ain't going to be U.S. pay-per-view with Tim Zhu. So if he wants to make a splash here in America where he's from, if he wants to get out and make him a big fight in Texas where he's from, it's going to be with Earl. Mm. It's going to be with Earl. Look. No, I know. I know. That's who I'm talking to. I know. Um, I Ed Weezy. I do, okay, he says, "What's what up, you guys? Love the content, good work." And I don't know what's the big deal. Crawford knew he was fighting till next. Or we said that. 
And we got Larry Smooth, five dollars super J says Canelo is also a bigger draw, so it meant we said that. Louis forty five fifty four. Jamel does do lower numbers than Crawford, but Triple G did one hundred and seventy with Daniel Jacobs, who had an amazing cancer story. He was on buses all throughout New York City. He was r raised on HBO, and that failed. But when he got in there with Canelo. They blew up. So it's spontaneous combustion. Don't worry. Uh, Jamal or Jamel maybe not draws, but if they fight Earl, they will draw. That's how it works. It's, the, it's called right dance partner. Shout out to TBV. Great exchange between Paulie and Bill the other day. Had it a unanimous decision draw. Nice to see the respect shown also. Handshake emoji. Looking forward to the big weekend of fights. Glove emoji. If you're looking forward to the big weekend of fights, you better be looking forward to our show in about 40 minutes where we're going to be giving live betting advice. And we got three big cards, so we got some amazing parlays that we can make to make money, and we've been hitting every week. Just saying. The audio is there to prove it. Um, whether we recommend... A multiple, multiple team parlay, right. oh, go ahead. or we recommend a fight that we're telling you is going to win, we always give you a solid recommend. How big you want to bet and how big you want to go, that's totally on you. But you, you guys got to tune in about 8.30, 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, but if you're really looking forward to the weekend of big fights, then you should be looking forward to us tomorrow as we will be doing a live show in Glendale, Arizona, steps away from where Anderson Silva will be taking on Jake Paul. We will be not just covering the Showtime pay-per-view, but as long as uh, as well as the top-ranked card uh, headlined by Lomachenko versus Jermaine Ortiz. We're going to be doing some giveaways, too. Not only do we got TBV T-shirts by FTWR brand, where if you don't want to wait and you can't be in Glendale, you can head on over to their website, use the code TBV to get a nice 15% off and purchase our hoodies or our shirts made by FTWR. But we are giving some away, and we might even have some Hardeen um, stuff to give away as well as we're going to be making a stop at our sponsor, picking up some uh, prizes for you guys. We got And... On top of that, uh, a lot of stuff. Got you know, got, got to talk to you. But you know, I, I, this morning I'm getting my shit together from mm. Phoenix and shit. Oh damn, you already packed? Well, uh, yeah, I'm be with my lady tonight, so I ain't going home. I'm, you know, but um, I was thinking, I'm like, yo, I think we need to do a glove giveaway. Okay, we can do that. I think we take a. We got know, we got dozens of autographed I, I gloves think we over take, here. Take some gloves, you know, a glove or two. I ain't gonna say something. I mean, we talking about Crawford? We got a Bowman glove. You know, um. And a stable mate, Keyshawn. We got to see what we have, but definitely... Uh, Do we got red spikes? Did we get him to sign? I don't think we got red, but... Well, I got to see, bro, what we have left. Because even well, the ones a whole we bag did get, of gloves. I know I'm just saying, I don't know what has been sent out. You know, No, no, so anything many. that's sent out, Bo got. What we got in this storage... Okay. Is so us. I do have uh, call us, call us. people on I got Twitter C -Dub. space. C-Dub so is we going to go waiting. to Discord. C-Dub, talk to us. What up? The fans corner, you up next on Twitter space. Jonathan Lambarena with the $2 Super Chat. He says, GGG making a 160 since 2006. Tell him, Ness. He act like people who haven't been complaining for his whole career. Move up. They've Take been a challenge. But they've been telling him move up, not that he's been struggling. And that's all he's saying is that stop saying you can't make weight. GGG been there his whole life. He's 40 years old. Stop making an excuse that you can't make weight. My man older than you making weight. It's discipline. Maybe maybe Triple G don't do shit outside the ring other than train in the ring. C-Dub, is you going to talk? He also a small middleweight, let's be honest. He also don't drink. Alcohol makes you balloon. He also, you know. 
I mean, we were talking to Fernando Vargas. Yo, 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 yo. What up, C-Dub? Audio audio good? Yep. Yo, was on mute, man. Sorry about that. TBV, smash that like button. It's free. Shout out to the panel. Man, people be sentimental. You know, we say boxers need to get paid more because they're risking their life, but they're not supporting, though. It's crazy. Every time they get in the ring, they're risking their life. They didn't respect Wilder when he risked his life against Alenius by supporting the pay-per-view. So why would I expect them to support Bud risking his life against David Avenesian? People are wishy-washy when they want to stand on principles. They, you know, they choose when they want to do it or not. The sad truth is we don't care risking their life for our entertainment. You know, this is the, the life they chose, like a policeman, like a military serviceman. Thank you, Danny, by the way. You know, but you know, the words moving on, the words being um the words being used by Steven Espinosa blindsided. And, you know, like Rachel said, they left him at the table at the end when it was at the finish line. You know, these type of words being used and the, the, the outlook of it is sounding like Andrade and bad business. And PBC, we know Al don't 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 fuck with that. So, you know, we're going to hope Bud continue to carve out his own lane. You know, he said he could carve out his own lane and people he did now. He could have A.B. in the summer. He could have Andrade in the winter and retire. Hall of Fame, you know, have Andrade at 160. You know, that's the murderer's role. Two two boogeyman getting it in, getting it in. You know, and um, Al just gonna sit Spence down and say, "Hey, don't don't drop this bag, man. Except the key fight, the mouthpiece is going to be out before the fourth round. He's not gonna turn it down, man. Don't worry. It's it's so many options Spence got, man. Too many, and um, he could still help his legacy and still be." Hall of Fame, just like Bud is now. So, you know, everybody everybody will be happy. Everything will keep going. We, we won't undride and Bud at 160, right? We'll be happy with that. Who? Undride. And the Bud? Man, get out of here, bro. <laughs> All right. And uh, they don't, they don't want to call Jacob Bossa, man, for some reason, man. They really don't. See, mm. this, is, this is the thing with me. He called out Tommy Fury, which is a real boxer. He called out Rockman, right? Mm-hmm. So he must be a mastermind. They, 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 they consider this man. This, this how far they go. They consider this man a mastermind because he knew those bosses were going to pull out. Mm. How far is that? How much credit is that? I'm about to call out somebody on, on somebody and just know they're going to pull out. I just know it. Mm. He signed. Rockman signed up, signed the paper and said he could make that weight. Tommy Fury said he so he knew so he knew that can of hand shit was coming down the pipeline for Tommy Fury. Of course not. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave y'all with that man. I'm gonna leave y'all with that man. Shout out TBV. Shout out to the Jake Paul fans. I see you, C Dub. C Dub, appreciate you. I see you. We got the fans corner. Before we go, oh, you already went to him. Nah, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to remind everybody. Don't forget, guys. We're gonna be in Glendale, Arizona. October 29th, where we will be performing live from McFadden's. We also got December 23rd. We'll December be, 3rd. December 3rd, we'll be back in Arizona, but this time we'll be in the AZ Blue Club, inside of the same arena, the Desert Diamond Arena, but this time we'll be obviously hosting the live fight party for Matchroom and Stage Front at the fights. And we'll be doing a, we are doing a live giveaway, uh, phenomenal, two. VIP experiences with ringside seats. Yep. 
uh, VIP access to the weigh-in autograph merch, access to the pre-fight party that includes your dinner, it includes your beverages, yes, adults as well, right? Little tequila coming the right way, 42, how you, how you guys coming, right? So definitely head on over, stagefrontvip.com forward slash boxing voice, and you can enter this amazing giveaway. It takes literally 30 seconds, um, and you guys can be a part of that as well. So definitely want to encourage now don't forget to tell everybody to head on over there. Eddie Hearn is going to be in the party, so you'll get to He'll be you know, rub elbows confirmed. with Eddie. We also are bringing David Benavidez. He is a confirmed guest to the party and the show, Showtime Sean Porter, Arizona's own Jesus Ramos, uh, Floyd Mayweather's personal MC, Ramblin' Ralph, the one and only who we will be hosting the after party with this weekend at McFadden's. So if you're in Glendale, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, come on out, watch the fights with us at McFadden's Social House. Enjoy the after party with us, Ramblin' Ralph, pop a few bottles. You get what I'm saying? On top of that, we're traveling all the way to Mexico, to go to Acapulco for the WBC convention. So we just wanted to let everybody know our itinerary, and we are asking our community to help out as this is going to be a $3,000-plus uh, you know, trip because it's multiple different places. Um, we appreciate everybody that's been supporting and donating to help towards the cause. So remember, if you want to make sure the TBV gets to all these amazing locations and bringing you that amazing content, especially at the convention at the WBC, uh, drop us a cash app at dollar sign, the boxing voice, that's T-H-A-B-O-X-I-N-G-V-O-I-C-E, number one, or use our, uh, you know, super chat feature here, however you would like to um, help us out in this endeavor. We got a bunch of callers. Yo, yep, the fans corner on Twitter space, talk to us. That's uh, Decatur, Georgia. What up, Decatur, Georgia? Man, everything. Coach on there Friday, you dig? Man, I just want to say shout out to y'all two fellas and both. And the producers that be in the back, Brandon and um, Counter and all of them. Man, everybody who fuck with TBV, man. Shout out to you, shout out. All right, check this, him, man. You know the bud thing. Everybody go subscribe to the BLK Prime. Yeah, I said it. Go subscribe. Watch Bud do what he do to Avenesian. Hey, and it's possible Bud could. I think Bud is in good enough shape to come back in a January or February fight. Again, that's just me. He going to go through Avenesian, do what he do to him. And then, but Earl ain't going to be ready now because Earl got mandatory. And I understand the mandatory want they shit. I ain't tripping. Has this undisputed pass? It's a possibility, man. I hate it. I don't like it. But fuck it. It is what it is. Boxing does this type of shit to us. We need one person in charge, one group, one something in charge. Uh, who else? What else? What else? What else? You're talking about Steven Espinosa? Ah, Steven both to know everything. And it, Bud held the ace. But look, say if he would have came at PBC like, hey, bro, they going to throw me 10. What you going to do? What if Al on some, you know, F and shit, nigga, you ain't getting 10. We ain't thinking about that. You understand the matter? You, we don't even know what's going on in negotiation. Could Al be being a dick? He could be. I ain't saying he is. But the thing is, Charlie, just think from both sides. Make your own logical, you know what I'm saying, point. It is what it is. Just know we still want Buddy Spence. As far as the Spence and Charlo, Char- I'm going to say, I'm going to record saying that Charlo ain't finna fight no Spence. I don't care if it's mandatory, whatever. You see how that boy be up uh, Earl Butt? No disrespect. He like him a lot, whatever you want to say. 
Shiloh not nice finna fight no Spence. He finna move up and then his brother gonna move up. But shout out to everybody. Earl, I saw you working out with Frank Martin. But y'all keep that shit up, bro. The fight still could possibly happen. All smiles on a Friday. Shout out to the Twitter space. Shout out to the YouTube chat. Shout out to the back. Shout out to everybody who fuck with boxing, man. It's Friday. It's a happy day. We got a great weekend coming. You did? Hey, right, go on, get you some of y'all hardy from whatever area you in. And goddamn, get ready, man. Bud all day, BLK. Prime downloaded. And I see Bob trying to throw fights on his day and shit. Hey, y'all can throw all the salt you want. The man's finna rise up. You dig what I'm talking about? Man, shout out to everybody. I'm out there counting. I mean, they got Steve Nelson on the undercard uh, from what it looks like. We got Mad Bent 100 $5 super chat in Kansas City. He says, my son, 18 years old, went from 150 to 123 in 10 days. For re- You read that. Youth is beautiful. $2 super chat right back at us from Matt Bent 100 in Kansas City. He says, we stay growing. We get wider, not taller. Another $2 super chat from R. Jones. He says, metabolism slows as your age, as you age. How is this a debate? Thank you. You know, he's, I'm the one that brought up metabolism. Mm-hmm. So how... As you get older, it slows down, so it makes it harder for you to cut weight when you're older. Yeah, that's why I said thank you, because I said you won. That's why I said let's move on. I been <laughs> you know, said that. You, you know you ain't mean it. I be, yo, yo, even when you say what they want to hear, they say you lying. It's crazy. RNS1, $5 super chat. <laughs> Ness, explain how PBC found $20 million for Deontay, yet Tim Smith says there's no money for Bud EJ. Make it make sense. Um... Wilder sells more pay-per-view, so they assumed that he would keep selling the numbers that he normally sells. That's what I'm saying. You're asking a man that's never done business with you to take a guarantee on you, to take a chance and guarantee you like, money. Like, you guys got to think about it. We just know what's been reper- reported for Bud. So it's like, if you Al, we know what's reported for PBC. Al know the truth. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Al know what he could do. Al know what they what his fight is is really bringing in. He don't know that with Bud. You know what I'm saying? That's just a risk that he would have to be willing to take. Um, I don't RNS, know. I gotta I gotta debate this with Anonymous. It's like yo, he feels like Charlo won't ever take that Earl fight because of friendship and just they've been spawned. But my thing is that there is no other fight for little Charlo. It ain't like Canelo's gonna offer him a fight. There is no other fight for him. What are you going to do? Move up to 60 and fight who? Zach Parker? Like, who I mean, the fuck? He ain't going to fight top ranks, um, John Beck. Who he going to fight at 60? And, 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 and the fights at 60 ain't going to be pay-per-view. They're not going to be money. They're not going to be big not, money. Not as lucrative as a Bud or Earl would be. And nope. I don't see a Bud fight happening if we don't see the Bud Earl fight happen first. Mm-hmm. RNS1 with the $2 Super Chat says, Leak audio, PBC damage control, duck season, duck emoji. We got JT, Coach JT, all the way in Dallas. What's going on by way of New Orleans? So interesting that you come across like a nice guy, but you're really a piece of shit. Hey, that comment. Nah, that was a piece of shit. You know, we're doing, we're doing live TV. Yeah, I don't care. What are you gonna do about it? I can't listen, mother. Why do you have to talk like that? Well, I'm talking to you the way I want to talk to you. You have a problem? Turn off your station. I'm the best ever. Yo. Yo, what up? What up, Ness? Can y'all hear me? We hear you. 
Yeah, what's going on? I heard somebody talking about the Aaron Spence and uh the male fellow. I I would like to see that fight, but I respect if they don't fight each other, hey, everybody else doing it. You can put that, that little crank code on there. But I would love to see the fight. I got Arrow beating Jamel Teller. Both good fighters, but uh, if they don't fight, hey, it don't, it don't really bother me. Mm. We ain't really making big fights like we talk about it anyway. But um, based on the topic, we still talking Errol Spence and Bud Crawford. Honestly, man, you know, at the end of the day, Bud did what he did. I don't know if it's going to affect him fighting Arrow in the future. But it might, might not. This fight might not take place at 47. They might not fight for undisputed. It might take place at 54. It might take place at 50, 51. Catch so, weight. So you are. Whatever. So you you think that it can't happen? No belts on the line. But yeah, I, I think okay. it's still gonna be a big fight. We 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 just talking about popular fighters and um and belts. I mean, at the end of the day, Arrow still will be a popular name, and I think Bud is a popular name. That's still a big fight without no belt on the line. Honestly, I'm just saying at 147, I don't see them fighting for one, uh, undisputed. Arrow made a big, uh, he made a big comment on there, and Majid kept hyping on it about the weight. I just think Arrow's tired of making 147. He's been doing it for some years. He's probably ready to move up. Arrow did everything he said he was gonna do. He tried to go for undisputed at 47. I mean, now Bud took another fight for money. Um, I just think Eric will eventually move up, and it's not gonna be it's not gonna be nobody's fault if they don't if the fight don't happen. It's probably be more the business side of it. It's not. I don't think the fighters are afraid of each other. I think both fighters want to prove something to each other anyway. But um, I wouldn't blame both fighters. I'm tired of one fighter saying they ducking and the other fighter saying they duck. I don't think they ducking each other. I just think the business need to be right on the on both sides. I mean that's all I got doing it. All right, brother. Thank you for calling in. I just want to go ahead and shout out Henry Riley for joining our YouTube members right here at youtube.com forward slash the boxing voice. He did become a contender. Henry, I hate to tell you, but the truth is I need you to become a champ. At the champ level, you can hear our next show, which is going to start in about half an hour, and we're going to be giving out betting advice. So I guarantee you, no, Al ain't even guaranteeing Terrence that. I guarantee you that the money you spend to become a member, you're going to make back with this bet. That being said, shout out to you. We got a $5 super chat from Noel G in Dallas. He says, Al holding on to Spence, Bud, and Tank Ryan to use it to try and secure a new network. Al is to boxing like Fidel Castro was to Cuba. Mm. <laughs> Yo, dude's crazy. Who's next on we Twitter got, space? We got the Combat League. Yes, the I'm sorry, the Combat Lounge. You, you're up next, so you just have to unmute. The Combat Lounge. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit that thumbs up button. If you're listening okay, on Twitter space, go ahead and retweet this and let more people on Twitter know that we're rocking out live, taking calls. Talk to us. Yo, what's rocking? What's rocking? Uh, I just wanted to shout out to y'all. Uh, uh, matter of fact, y'all got y'all got uh, two of my questions featured from the uh, from the uh, boy Mayweather press conference, so I appreciate that um, uh, a big time. So uh, let me just get into it because y'all retweeted my opening statement, which is, I mean, I don't know why people think that Al Al's be some kind of trick or something like that. Like you just gonna just walk up to him and just ask him for a whole bunch of money with no commitment. I, and and uh, shout out to uh, the gentleman that was uh, 
giving us the one on business one on one because I, I definitely learned some, I definitely kind of relearned something from that. Um, and then uh, I'm, I'm going to speedball this. I'm not speedball. Let's go go by this pretty fast. Uh, that uh, uh, we listened to that message. Uh, who, I don't know who that was, and she uh, they was they was uh, demanding that uh, Arrow should just be uh, Arrow should have been at the table for what for what he 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 got the belt, he got the gold, he can just sit back like a boss uh, unless they just think he was some kind of chump and it was going to be easy for, for them to talk to him and then talk to Al because Al you know Al wasn't going to be playing that. Um, so as far as trying to trying to trying to run up on Al for some money with no, no with no commitment, that that ain't happening because that set sets a presence for later down the line and other people don't think that they're going to run game on him. You know, I, you know, uh, but for what we what we do know about Al, we ain't seen him or heard him, but he he, he ain't no sucker, he ain't no dumb, and that's that's, that's all I got. All right, brother, I do appreciate it. Um, this is our first time doing Twitter Space, so I am excited about that. Make sure you guys are following the Boxing Voice on Twitter to be able to join us. You know, show some support. This is our first time. We got uh, Black Prime Espanol up next on Twitter space. But before that, let's check Discord and our Super Chats really quick. All right, so on Twitter, get ready. Make sure your mic's in order. We got Drew with the fat $10 Super Chat. He says, Showtime budget is gone. Paramount is phasing it out. Espinoza's boss and Showtime CEO has quit. And the lack of schedule and inactivity of the PBC roster shows that Fox... And show are getting out. Drew is a certified hater. He never um, he never read the entire article. Obviously, uh, the the CEO that left Paramount left after two years waiting for a promotion. His job that he wanted he got passed up, and it was given to someone else. Mm. So he left. He says in the article. And in interviews where he's quoted that they're in good hands, that they've left, he's left the company in good shape. So everyone's saying that it's a failure, that he's leaving because they're losing money. They just didn't even read the article, bro. They literally didn't read the article. They literally didn't get to his quotes. But BL, is it BL? Uh, yeah, Black Prime Espanol, what up? What up? Um, first of all, that article, there's a bunch of articles. I work in TV and film out in L.A. He left because Bob Hickens, the, par- the CEO of Paramount, and the heiress that inherited it, they went in another direction. They're moving towards more content and nothing live. And there's a 1.8 billion loss that's coming, 500,000 subscribers that Showtime lost. So the whole industry is changing, not even just boxing. It's just it's a bigger a conversation where the network wars are going on and content that generates revenue matters most. And you can only look at the Showtime schedule compared now to last year. Why is Jamal Charlo only fighting one time a year? Why is Benavidez fighting well, one time a year? Well, let's do so, it. Let's slow that, down. On, let me finish. Let me finish. Wait, well, but let me, let me, let me at let least me, let me, I'm give adding you the counter. You're asking questions. I'm not done, though. Because in 2018, Coppinger put out the, the, the news that PBC got the deal from Fox and Showtime where their budget totaled close to $115, 120000000 Fox is not giving that budget no more. And can you honestly say Showtime schedule of fights this year? Is that a $50, $60 million budget? No. I mean, Showtime's never put out their whole schedule. So we're in the fourth quarter of, of the final of, of this year. So I don't know what schedule you want them to put out. Next year's? No, what I'm saying is in 2022, 
have they given us 50 to 60 million dollars worth of boxing content because that's what the budget absolutely. was in 2018 absolutely they overpaid plenty of people have you not noticed and that's not a good business model. It may not be. Heyman, it may not be, but they had to keep not. their stars. You keep, work in television think film, about you it. work in boxing. Think about it. You work in boxing, I work in television and I film. hear you. I hear you. But if so you... So what they're doing, to get a new Jesus, deal, because there is no deal. we can't have a conversation. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. You talk, bro. I'd rather just you talk and uh, we'll get to the next person. No, you don't want to converse. Go ahead, no, no, no. I'm good, honestly. What I'm saying is that's why there's no new deals announced. And people try to get mad at Crawford. Okay, you want him to take 30. That's just the premise. You want Terrence Crawford to take 35% of the risk and not be able to look at the overhead? That is business when when you ask him to look at the overhead. Why not? And, 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 and Ness, you're a smart man. Are you going to put all your eggs in one basket or are you going to have contingencies? I'm going to negotiate a deal with you, but I have backups. No, that's a smart businessman. I don't right? think so, bro. Based off Crawford's tweet from 2021 in May 1st, he said he didn't want tune-ups. He said he don't need tune-ups. He said he was going straight into the Earl fight, and that's the only fight he wanted. Now, him and his fans are saying, I'm almost out the ring a year. I need a tune-up. Earl's still saying, I don't believe in tune-ups. Earl's still on leaked audio saying, I told Al I only want this fight. This Al said, don't worry, you getting this fight. They say in January. Earl's the one that got blindsided. Steven Espinosa saying he got blindsided. Bob, who's being sued by Crawford, is saying Crawford is unfair, asking for a guarantee from a man he has no contract. So you right. I'm not in TV. I'm in boxing. The people that are in boxing, they're saying that Crawford's not right. If you don't have a promoter to put up your guarantee, how you asking the rival promoter that you don't work with, that has no contract on you, that if you win, you leave with the belts to put up the guarantee? You right. I know business. That shit makes no sense. It makes no sense on both sides. And we're not listening to what Floyd said twice already. This fight wasn't happening this year anyway. And we, we know why. Floyd must have knew that Crawford had a back deal with Black Prom. No one, listen, no one, no one, no one goes into a deal with a contingency plan. That's why Espinosa said yesterday that they don't have a fight for Earl because they wasn't working on backups. They only thought of Crawford. And that's not smart business. You always, you always know, you always plan for the unexpected. Hey, always. man, I hear you. I'm a fight fan, and I want to hear Earl and Espinosa said they only were working on one fight, yes, the fight that we you're want. You're a fight fan. You're a fight fan, this, but you're a businessman first, right? But I'm a fight fan, brother. All but I want is the fight that first. I want. All I, I want, want is the, the fight, fight that, that I, I want. want. I don't care if Earl makes a million or ten million. I don't care if Crawford makes ten million or a hundred million. I want the fight that I want. I don't care either, but I know that the business stuff factors into before we get the fights that we want. And that's fine. And since you know business so well, you know that Crawford's been a failing business. He's been a failing business. You know that Crawford, promoter, said he could have bought a Beverly Hills mansion. You know that Crawford's pay-per-view numbers have all been not a success. So for you to sit here and ask another man to guarantee a dude that can't guarantee pay-per-view sales... A guarantee? Like, of course I could give Canelo a fucking guarantee because guess what? His numbers are there. There's a track history. But this man, 
his track history is just as bad as the Charlos with pay-per-view. So we can't take a risk. You can't take a risk. You want to guarantee? Guarantee me you're going to fucking sell a million. Well, that ain't happening. This exactly. Exactly. But guess what? Can't he turn to to to, crawl, uh, to to Earl and say, "Yo, can you guarantee me you sell three hundred thousand? Can you guarantee me you sell out the fucking arena?" And Earl gonna say, "Big fish season, of course, I've done but if it." You a big fish? You big fish? I'm not. I'm not a, a big fish fan. I'm just telling you the truth. <laughs> facts are facts. One man is selling out stadiums. If, if they was really doing those numbers. Fox would fucking rush to give them a new deal. Bro, I got I got to go, man. To I got to go mute him because you. you don't know Thank what you're you. talking about. Fox, it's all over the reports. That's what the argument is. Fox wants to fight and Showtime wants to fight. So right there, you're wrong. You're, you're so wrong, you made yourself look bad. It's all over. Rayfield and Coppinger, they're both saying that Fox wants to fight. Fox wants Earl Spence business. Stop lying to the people, man. I don't know why these dudes be lying. That shit is crazy. Like, it ain't black and white reports all over the place. We got J-Mac in New Orleans. What up? I'm in the ocean. You say you the big fish. I'm looking for you. Maybe a Spence get his tail out of his butt and he'll fight me. You are watching a master at work. Stop him, y'all gonna say you was too weak. Oh, big in the motherfucker, man. We ain't gonna be able to fire your punk yeah. ass out here. Ah, what you wanna bet? Whoa. You made a hundred thousand on that. Let's bet a million. I'll break your fucking neck. J-Man, New Orleans. Don't like what I said, nigga. Do something fucking bad. No. No. The best no. The no. Give me the towel. Give me the towel. SDS promotion. Get ready for the attack. Yo, can y'all hear me? Yo, yo, can you hear me? Yo, yo, yo. I don't know how my intro sound on on here. It's choppy. You can barely hear it. You don't hear it clear. I don't know how it sound on the other end, but that's how it's been sounding for the last few days. On Discord's end? Um, on Discord's end, it ain't clear. Okay. Like, you can barely hear you. it. You hear it up and down and shit like that. Yeah, we'll take a look. Um, JP, Mr. Business 101. It's funny how when we get on here, we didn't have all sorts of people come through here and give us their perspective of the line of business they work in, like being a fight uh, maker, a promoter, and what have you. And on this show, day to day, we take our narrative that we come away with things and we pick and choose what we want to receive and the information we want to take from it. Yesterday, the lady, Rachel, was very knowledgeable. And she said a lot of things from a uh, from the management side that we probably not privy to. But she also made a comment on a back call. She said she would never have her fighter go in there and get a net deal without no transparency. She said that on the call, but he forgot to mention that. So when people are attacking the Crawford narrative, why did Crawford want transparency? Why he want to ask questions? But we can't tell nobody how to do business. Eric got their own business model. If you're not privy to what was not being given to him or was not being said or what he didn't know, I kind of feel like it's a little violating for you to speak on it. That's like telling a man and you're on the outside what he should and should not take when you don't have no business or no, no type of information to know what was being offered to even understand why he was asking the question he was asking. Well, everybody got an opinion on it. I, I keep hearing L name brought up. 
We hope L don't blackball him. I I mean Tyson Fury put them through a lot of shit with Wilder making the third fight. He act like he didn't want to fight no more. A lot of things, and they went hell and bent and chased it and ran through it because I think the fighter wanted to fight in Wilder. Wilder really wanted that third fight. He was willing to go to court over it. He was willing to fight it and what have you. When Bud made the comment that Errol was nowhere around, I just heard a caller say Errol got all the he got three belts and all that. He should just be chilling. Maybe no, Errol needs to be pushing and say, no, L, I want this fight. I don't want to fight Keith Thurman. I want this fight. So when Bud made the comment, this is what I got from it. He said Errol was nowhere around to push for the fight while he was trying to work on the fight. If Errol would have been putting that same pressure on L saying, let's get this fight done, let's get this fight done, maybe we'd have got the fight. That's what I got from what Crawford said. My blame is L Heyman and the business side. I keep hearing L, 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 blackballing, blackballing. We hope we don't have Dimitri. Why do a man have this much power in the sport to where he can blackball somebody? We should not be, that should not even be allowed if we talk about a sport. Are we fans of the business side of it? Are we fans of the fighters? Well, I want to see bro, the best bro, fight. Bro, if that's bro, the case, hey, bro, Danny, what are you Danny, talking Danny, about, bro, though, Jay Mac? I don't do that. Cut my Danny. It's not hey, Danny. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's not Danny. Yo, you okay. already over Wait. the Tom. You already over the Tom. So we are interacting with you. If you don't want that, cool. We'll let you finish. And as soon as your minute is up, we'll cut you instead of giving you extra time. I don't understand what's the problem. No, this is the problem. Well, let me say what I'm going to say. If you go put me on a time, put me on a time. Every time y'all cut, every time y'all cut somebody off, Y'all, they call off and y'all won't fucking argue. I'm not on here to argue. I'm on here to say my piece and say my point and let it be heard. You just chopped that other call up and I wanted to hear him talk. I don't, I call in and hear my shit and get my shit off. Y'all talk the whole show. I don't care to hear you niggas talk when I call. That's my call. Cool. Damn, I ain't no cause was one one sided. This like I mean, Earl Spence Lee combo shit. No, it's that, it's that he wants to defend Crawford, make him look in a good favor. Doesn't want any facts put out there, so he doesn't want you to talk. He wants to tell the people that are listening whatever he wants to say, even if it's right or wrong, so that his narrative could and, be out there. And I was just uh, trying to bring up how bad of a point it was for the third Wilder fight because the difference was with Earl and Wilder. That Wilder going into that fight had a rematch and had lost leverage. But again, hold on, hold on, if hold on. If you don't know he boxing, lost, you're gonna get up leverage. there and say dumb shit. He lost leverage. So why wouldn't Al want to get the only heavyweight strap PBC had, which was a WBC strap back? Come on, champ. But we do have but Polo again. He knows absolutely nothing about boxing because that's not the same. Because first of all. It's the third fight, not the first fight. So He said the third fight. I know, uh. but that's my point. He said, oh, Al ain't blackball Tyson Fury. He had to run and chase him for the third fight. So we already got the first two out the way. <laughs> Plus we got the track record of the fucking pay-per-views that they did together. So the money makes sense. Chill, champ. Go learn some boxing. Polo T, Twitter space. Got to unmute. Yo, yo, yo. What up, yo, Chad? yo, yo, what, what, what up, what up, Ness, what up, Danny? I, I was going to ask, like, I heard somebody earlier um, say Crawford versus Demetrius Andre, like, th th that didn't make no sense. And also, when they offered uh, Canelo the Spence fight, 
do you think that was a cash show or what do you think the reason that was like does that make sense like as a business it does but is that a matchup like well that was it was it was it was was a three fight deal it was a three fight deal and it was purely business right because uh what what was it you know you talking two fights one of them being david benavidez the other one being charlo charlo and then and then errol spence so right there you're talking about somebody errol spence who out of the three names we just mentioned has shown to be the biggest pay-per-view attraction the biggest ticket seller um and honestly the most proven champion so like i get it it didn't it you know when you look at it on paper it's not a competitive thing and it it wasn't meant to be that on paper it was purely business and that caller that you mentioned as far as the demetrius andre fight they was totally trolling oh yeah yeah, i was like i was (laughs) yeah they was totally trolling no, I, I, I honestly thought that uh, Demetrius Andre did sign to that network, and I was like, oh, man, like, people predicted it right. Uh, <laughs> nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Nothing like that. Where, <laughs> where you where you tuned in from, champ? Oh, I'm in, I'm in Minnesota right now. Shout out, okay. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yes. Yep. <laughs> where it's cold. Where it's cold. Appreciate Freezing. it, man. It's our first time doing Twitter Space. We do the live show every day on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice. But, you know, these Twitter Spaces been popping and we've been tuned in. So we're like, fuck it. Let's do another, you know, let's start getting into it. But we appreciate you uh, calling in. Champ, got anything else? No, I was going to say, hell yeah. I love watching your show. You guys got to do some of these spaces more often. Because I try to call your show, but sometimes, you know, there'll be other callers. But. I think the Twitter space is something you guys should do more often because I'll definitely get on here, you know, chop it up with you, talk some boxing, knowledgeable, you know, not not casual shit, but definitely I'll tune in if you guys do Twitter space more often. For sure, appreciate for it, sure, brother. man. Yeah, we're looking to make this a regular thing, so we appreciate it. Appreciate you calling. Anybody else who wants to call in on Twitter, voice their opinion, all you have to do is request to speak. When the time comes, I'll add you as a speaker. And, you know, you could voice your opinion. We are talking the Showtime quote from uh, Steven Espinosa. Yo, did you hear? Crawford's taking uh, Al and Earl to court. What? Yeah. He's taking them to court for the fight. Nah, who who broke that news? J-Mac. Oh. It was a rematch clause. There's some sort of clause that Crawford has access to that he can sue because he didn't get the fight, just like uh, Wilder. Oh, and the litigation. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, you funny as hell. No, I'm a troll. I got mm, Show Your Boxing IQ, $2 Super Chat. PBC only had the budget for one fight per star in 2022. Mm. Modern King Boxing $5 Super Chat says Shout out to the Boxing Voice Shout out to you $2 Super Chat from Chris Carson It says Mel wouldn't get Mel wouldn't fight EJ If EJ fired off on him That's a lie That's a lie That's sad That you guys really think Mel is so scared of EJ Bro he's sparring him Like think about what y'all saying He spars him all the time So even if he thinks He can lose He's still more comfortable With Earl than you Or any other fighter like, what the fuck? You guys are so weird, bro. 810 Tay, $2 Super Chat says, how do I become a member for the betting show? All right, so this is what you do. 
Uh, I'm going to screen share and show you how it looks to you when you're here watching the show. And it takes you about one second. So, boom. This is what it looks like. You're here. You're like, oh, shit, the show. Okay, so what do I do? I just go here to the box invoice. And then I go here to members. And look at right there, the shiny betting show. Only for the members that click and access. Upcoming in a matter of minutes. We're going to be late because we're still here. But it's Obviously all catering to you guys, our live audience. It's all good. It's all right. Yo, see, no, I believe you should now be able to talk, champ. Maybe not. Let me see. Let me try. In the meantime, in between time, looks like I got TBV People's Champ in Cincinnati. Oh, I already connected. Yo. Okay. He faster. What up, champ? Yo, what up, champ? Hey, Ness, you full of the shit sometimes, but you're good at what you do, bro. I like how you say Fox and Showtime want this fight. They in the arrow business. Is it not true? They went in that arrow They went in that arrow business his last fight when he fought Ugas. They ain't want nothing to do with that. And that's so all o- of a sudden he fights Bud. And that's okay. But do they, are they are they arguing so for this fight though? Credit. But are they arguing for this fight? How, how can I give both of them credit if one man's never worked with them? Like you sound real stupid. Fact, I, you sound real stupid. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know Michael Jordan had to pay a fucking Reeboks. I ain't know Reebok was doing commercials for Mike. Get your ass out of here, oh, man. Sure. Get sure. your ass. Hey, out let's of make here. a bet. Let's make a bet. No, no. If, if Errol, no. If Errol, oh, okay, right. Let's see if he fights Danny Jonas. If they're gonna be in that Earl business, Fox. We'll see. That should be on Showtime. We'll Stop see. the lies. But as far as Espinosa, how many times? How many times your boy been on Fox? So how the fuck every you, time? But how, what have you done? How, how, how you gonna say? How you gonna say? Who was the last network how, he fought listen on? Listen to me. How who you, was the last? Ne- how you gonna say Crawford got something to do with it? He never fought on Fox. Earl, the only one fought on Fox. I mean, just take your Not call. Not his last fight. Just what have you done call. for me lately? I've been. I fought on Showtime. Earl, was, Fox ain't has, had has, one. Has Terrence one ever fought on Showtime? So, so no, that means. Get, so, what does that? What does that so, matter? So, what does that mean that two networks arguing for Earl's next fight, not Crawford, who never fought for either were, network? Were two networks arguing for the Ugas fight? No, that's uh, my point. You don't know that. You don't know if a Showtime sure. overpaid the way they've sure, been paying sure, over Wilder. Right. No, but, but, but right, right. you're saying I right. Hold on, you saying right? But are you positive that they did not bid? I'm positive they ain't bid. Look at their track record. They got you one lying, fucking TBC fight. I'm moving on, bro. I'm not going to answer you. I'm moving on. He's lying. Let's move on. But as, I long, feel as, for long, as, as long as the, 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 the almost 1,000 people watching on all these platforms here heard you lie, that you right. guaranteed you're right. it. You're right. You're right. <laughs> the, the network that's had one PBC card since last Christmas, they just been bidding money on all these fights. You're right. Let's move on. Um. Espinosa, I feel for the brother if he was negotiating in good faith and, and Bud left at the last minute. That's pretty fucked up. But one glitter or shimmer of hope is he said he does hope they can revisit those negotiations after Bud is finished with this. So hey, all this blackballing stuff. Let me tell you something. Like Espinosa wants to backball. Let me tell you something. You what? Let me tell you something. Don't get too excited, Terrence Crawford fan. Because Espinosa has always tried to make the Andre fight. He sent multiple offers. Before Andre re-signed with Matchroom, he sent an offer. Before Andre signed the first time with Matchroom, he sent an offer. But guess who always was saying no? Andre. And? 
I, I don't know who Al. Al doesn't talk, so how the fuck can I know if he said no? I mean, I mean, Andre they never been on the network, and every time it's time to get on there, he hears the same thing, and we hear the same thing that he's black. How if Espinosa sent him an offer? He said, "I like where I'm at with the zone." That's Andre's problem. Fuck I don't Andre. know. I'm he not never. Andre. He never actually Relax. makes it there, though. Don't you think that's strange? Hey man, maybe he was stuck in the smoke. I don't know. Maybe he was stuck in smoke. I don't know. Right. I wanna, I wanna get to Bob. Now with Bob, I agree with Bob. It would have been best for both parties if he was co-promoting this fight. For one, Bud would have had some representation coming through the door. And for two, Al and PBC would have had another network and another promotional company to split the pot with them. Because it's obvious they can't foot the bill themselves. So yes, I agree. With this being a co-promotion, this would have been a far easier fight to make. Because when you look at PBC, some of their biggest fights, i.e. Pacquiao and Floyd, i.e. Tyson Fury and Wilder, have been co-promotions. So, yes, I agree with Bob. If, if he was in the picture and ESPN was in the picture splitting that pot with this fight, it would have been an easier fight to make. But PBC seems like they can't put the bill on their own. But so I Brandon, agree with Bob in that sense. Brandon, come on, bro. You a grown-up. How do you want PBC to fit the bill for – you heard what Bob told us. Terrence isn't their fighter, and he turned down a three-fight deal that would have made him their fighter, which could have possibly opened the door to guarantee. I know. Who, who linked? I'm, who, where's the three-fight deal um, article at? Can you link that up? Oh, my God. All right, bro. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Please. You have a good day, man. All right. We got uh, Texas Bulldog Boxing, but stepped in the ocean and caught a cramp. 100% emoji. Big fish emoji, duck, duck emoji. And then we got Supermax, $5 says, Coach J-Max intro is why I blame Bud because Bud forgot his floaties in the ocean and needed the books because he knew he was losing the mill off the bet also. Mm. We got Ig Ignorance on Deck on Twitter Space. Uh, got to unmute. Talk to us. Stick talk. Yeah. Yo. Hello. And he dropped off. All right. Looks like we got the ghost on Twitter space. Got to make sure you're unmuted before you start speaking. The ghost, talk to us. Mm-hmm. But they said this, Frank Warren said the same thing about Daniel Dubois as well. You can't really trust Frank Warren. And uh, Bob Arum, I don't know, because he's like 150 years old. He might have forgot like what Frank told him. Because the manager guy, I forgot his name, the David Venetian manager, he said that they're, getting the, they're going to see the money on fight week. So, yeah, it's kind of two people saying two different things. 
Yeah, so he did say that. We did see the manager's interview, and we screenshot uh, that at that yeah, time. Yeah, but that's the manager. That ain't got nothing to do with the promoter. Yeah, the and, promoter and, and, is and, saying that he's seen the money in the bank, that there's a bank account. That's what Bob is saying. And that came out after, so it could have. It could have. It took, came out after the ID boxing interview with the manager of uh, Avenesian. So it could have occurred afterwards. We don't know, but yeah, that's true. But uh, Frank Warren also said that there was going to get paid, and now he's blaming the manager, saying the manager should have sorted it and blah blah blah. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say. And yeah, great show. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Um, we are going to try ignorance on deck. Next, as he was on here, so get ready. You will have to unmute. You are now a speaker. Ignorance on deck. Talk to us. Yo. Yo. Yeah. What up, y'all? How, you How y'all doing today? Man, we blessed. It's, fr- it's Friday. Man, it's Friday. I ain't got no job. I'm about to be in <laughs> Phoenix tomorrow watching the fights. I, I can't complain. I hear that. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm um real quick, you know, welcome to Twitter spaces. Y'all old James, James Benitez is trying to see. And um also, just just so y'all know, like I don't I don't know what's going on with the the audio. On on Discord, y'all audio sounds super clear. On YouTube it sounds a little distorted, and on Twitter it sounds like you're talking on a phone. And every intro you do on Discord it's, it's some kind of feedback that's that's taking all the um the music out of it. It's, it's a Discord problem, but it's not a YouTube or, or Twitter space problem okay. when it comes to the intros. Yeah, that's, it's, what, it's, it's a, that's what we figured. Yeah, and I ain't talking no shit about none of this, man. I'm fucking sick and tired of hearing all these motherfuckers talk this shit. I hate, absolutely hate the business of boxing. I refuse to talk numbers and anything with niggas no more. It's straight and who gonna get fucked up from here on out? I'm not arguing no numbers. I ain't got much to say on my call, y'all. Welcome to Twitter, TBV. Y'all, y'all do your thing, man. All right, all right, brother. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. That's right. The boxing voice has made their Twitter space debut. I know it's been big in the boxing community, so we had to come on over, show you guys some love, bring you guys. You know, that boxing content that we do every day. And not just that, but also, you know, grow our fan base. We got Caleb Ruiz on Twitter space. Talk to us, champ. What's going on, Ness? What's going on, Danny? What's up? What's up? Hey, these dudes dudes going off on y'all today, man. But uh, all I want to say is, Bud, Bud, the, the whole time, he's been the one saying, I don't need this fight. I'm going to the Hall of Fame. I got a legacy and whatnot. And he's the one that pulled out the fight. To me, that's all. That's all it really. That's all it really takes to show me who who didn't want the fight that much. These dudes trying to argue for him to save their own lives or something like they got paychecks, like he's paying their salaries or something. Like I said, the dude, the dude's made it clear he's not too pressed about the fight, and he took another fight. I mean, it's it's clear as day if you ask me. I don't know. I don't know how y'all see it. That's just how I see it, though. All right, bro. All well, right, we do appreciate it. Um, you know, and obviously we just want that fight, bro. So hopefully we get that and we get that soon. We got Box Clever up next. And you do have to unmute, champ. 
Box Clever, talk to us. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. How are you? Hey. Can you hear us? All right. Looks like we have issues from Box Clever. We will come back to him. Um, hey, guys. Try him one more time. But Ness, what's up, man? You awfully quiet over there. Uh, just going back and forth with Anonymous. But, okay. How you doing? Good, good. good. Clever. Hey, guys. Yo, can you hear us? Brother, just talk, man. We've been hearing you from the very beginning. Just stop saying hey and just keep talking. Oh. Uh, hold on, Ness, because it's actually our fault. I think, did you mute us? Did some Who muted us? Like, we are now muted. I don't see anything muted. What's up, brother? Is you, are you there? Uh, he probably dropped off, but we, yeah, it looks like we were muted there for a little bit. So on Twitter space, at least. So we have now added him back on Box Clever. Talk to us. Sorry, brother. We were muted. You got to unmute. Can you hear me now? We hear you. Sorry about that. Cool, man. No, no worries. Love the show, guys. Love the show. Just want to switch it a little bit and just talk about what's going on with Tyson Fury, man. He's got a fight with Derek Chisora that no one wants to see. No one. Not in the UK, not in the US, nowhere. So where's this guy going? Like, what's the next step? Is he just going to wait for Usyk? Who knows what's going to happen, but I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know what you guys think in the States, but Fury versus Chisora 3 is no one wants to see it, man. Yeah, what do not, you think? Not something either of us really wanted to see, but I mean, if you're Fury, like you got what Usyk, and that's really it, maybe right now. Like, who else do you do you have? It seems like Usyk is still interested. It seems like that fight still has a possibility for the springtime of next year. So you know, let's just hope. To me, I don't know that I want to see Tyson against Chisora, but do we want to see Tyson sitting out, waiting for that next big fight? Well, I don't know. I don't think I don't know what Fury gets out of it, really. I mean, I mean it's, it's a stay that, busy fight, brother. You can't expect him to fight Usyk off of a layoff. That's not his. Yeah, that's still, not his. That's mean. not his style. His style is to get tune-ups before a big fight. The thing is, why not? Why not make it interesting? The thing is, you've got Frank Warren involved. He doesn't really want anything that's going to screw up a potential Usyk fight. So, like, a good fight would be him versus Dubois. That would be a good fight. But why would Frank put his next heavyweight champ against his current heavyweight champ that's not leaving? He's not retiring. He's not on his last leg. He is the most powerful and skillful heavyweight currently fighting. 
So I'm just going to throw Dubois away to make it fun for you? Or am I going to get him a tune-up that, that is domestically fun, keep him busy, and wait for the big fight with Usyk for all the marbles? Come on, brother. Ness, you're absolutely right. But what, what would the fans want? That's the thing. Yeah, but look, what fans I, would want. the fans, the fans the, look, just got a super fight. They got he gave them a trilogy with Wilder, the, and, the greatest trilogy in boxing and so not just far. That, not just that, but look, at the or end, at least in the heavyweight division. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, the fans aren't complaining that much because this fight isn't at the O2, is it? You you know they're not doing twenty thousand in in attendance for this fight. Yeah, I mean, it'd be and there's more no than uproar it's... anyway. Like, I don't see podcasters, YouTubers, journalists like they've written or or done one piece of content about him fighting Chisora and they moving on. No one really cares because we understand that Crawford needs a tune-up before he fights Earl, and so does Tyson. Before yeah, he no, fights you're right. I mean, Usyk. the thing is, we weren't we weren't talking about a tune-up a month ago. We were talking about him taking <laughs> on Joshua. Yeah, but that's Usyk's fault. Usyk is the one that got injured and couldn't fight Tyson. Tyson tried to make the fight with Joshua, and Joshua, you already know what's up. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. I guess it's just frustration that we're now watching an empty fight when we could have been watching a good fight. No, don't look. That, look, brother, that's that, the UK look. perspective because both of them would have been UK fighters. No, absolutely. So it would have been. But let me tell you something. Good. Let me let me tell you something. Look, sit back, enjoy yourself a nice pint. You understand, and and, and and appreciate. No, no, seriously, appreciate, because Tyson Fury to me is one of those fighters, and I've said this on the show before, and I'm gonna say it now. He's one of the fighters like a Deontay Wilder, like a a, a Floyd Mayweather. These once in a lifetime fight. That what big motherfucker, like this dude is, was a fat slob. Come on, what guy gonna do what he does? He moves in there like he's a ballerina. You know yeah, what I'm man, saying? Like Tyson Fury, like, Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury is a fighter that we need to appreciate. We're not gonna get another Tyson Fury. I don't care how hard t- Tom- Tommy looks too good to be as good as his brother. Let me repeat that. Tommy looks too good to be as good as his brother. He got to be a little bit uglier. He don't have enough grit yeah. in him. You know, Tyson is different, man. Ty- I'm, I'm, I'm amazed they came from the same parents. To be honest, well, not well, both. Well, not just, both. Same sack. Same sack. You know, it's a little different. It's a little different. But Box Clever, we do appreciate it, man. Uh, and don't let don't let Tyson look now. If he takes another one and, and we're talking about. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, I it, mean, all, all I'll say is like, like a couple of years back, like the UK was behind Joshua. It's totally gone turned the other way. Everyone's behind Fury. And that, that hats off to Fury for doing that, really. But. That says a lot about Joshua's downfall, too. I'm going to be honest with you. I think uh, Fury, since his comeback, has made it extremely difficult to not root for him. Extremely yeah. difficult. In and out of the ring, he's he's a he's a, 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 a prize fighter. He knows what it takes to sell a fight. He understands what it is to be entertaining. And unfortunately, Tyson has something that AJ does not. Tyson crossed over to America successfully. You get what I'm saying? Like, he came on Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's the biggest fucking podcast in the world. He he came on Joe Rogan's show to tell his story. So... And they uh, still haven't had Joshua. Yeah. Look, look, brother, I, 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 ser- I served time in the military, the American military. I was in Afghanistan for the second Fury Wilder fight. 
and all the American military was rooting for Fury with the exception of me. Wow. Let me repeat that. The, the people fighting for their country were not in support of the former Olympian, the, the bronze yeah. medalist, but instead they were in support of the British fighter with the beautiful story because he crossed over successfully here in America. Boxing yeah, Clever, we got to get to some other callers, brother. We do appreciate you. Tuning in to us. I our... love you, man. Thank I'll you, brother. you guys back. Yes, right. we love you as well. Let Thank you. Let me see you. what we Thank got you. on Discord before we get back to our Twitter space. Callers, looks like... Who we Metis got? Die Bluey? Metis? What up? What up, what up? What's up? Yo, this, it's actually stunning. Oh, yeah, Stunner, it's been a minute. Yeah, Stunner in the building. Yeah, man. First off, I was going to say, we're going to need a show because I was hearing that Anthony Joshua might be facing Gerald Washington, obviously. So, there's that. But in regards to this whole Spence Crawford stuff, I mean, I've been listening to a lot of different videos. From my summation... I don't think that this is a matter of trying to like blame either or the fighters, to be honest. Like, it seems like there's something happening at PBC. What exactly? I don't know. And I think that that needs to be kind of like expounded upon more. Because, I mean, I was just hearing that like Tank Davis was thinking about leaving and shit like that. So, I mean, but do- I don't know. But doesn't Tank but always I, think like- about leaving? Isn't he always what? leaving, but never leaves? I couldn't even hear what you said. I said, doesn't he always think about leaving, but never leaves? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, usually after a fight, you hear that rumor that he, you know, he's beefing with Floyd and whatnot. But I feel like this time it feels a little different because essentially I've seen a video to where apparently Al Heyman blew Tank Davis out to L.A. within the last 24 or 36 hours to try to basically prevent him from even meeting up with uh, that new, uh, whether app or promotional company. And I don't know. It just feels, the the energy of this whole thing just feels a lot different than, like, what it's been previously. So I'm just kind of sitting back. I'm I'm just analyzing everything. But as far as, like, who's to blame, quote-unquote, I really don't think that, because for, for the Spence side of things, right, even in the leaked phone call, like you said, he was on point. He wasn't trying to duck or anything. So I don't think that he's to blame for anything. But on Crawford's side, the thing is, he was trying to make the fight where we can all acknowledge that he wasn't going to, I guess, going into the negotiations, going to get the money that he wanted or at least thought he was going to get initially. I think that this... Uh, new company that kind of like this came into the mix i feel like i don't think that he has had this as like an ace in the hole type i think this kind of just came up out of nowhere because i know that there was like a situation where apparently blue blood and uh and crawford they like bumped into each other then they they spoke or whatever so i don't think that prior to that any of this stuff was in in the in the equation so like you know, he was just basically trying to hammer away to get this sense fight done. But once that bag got shown, you know what I'm saying? He did what he did. But the fight wasn't going to happen this year anyway. So I don't feel, I feel like, doesn't, doesn't this fight actually kind of help negotiations? Because 
if this is possibly going to be Crawford's highest payday, right? Wouldn't that set like a standard or like a minimum of what he should get going into his fence fight? Is this a standard? I would think though, because like wasn't one of the narratives or Finn said prior to all this. It's like, what was your previous highest payday? This is that and the third. You're not selling, but it's like if we know that there's a company that's you know willing to give them ten off top, however you know they plan on paying them, you know, I would think that that would slightly affect the negotiations in favor of Crawford, so to speak. No, it kind of like you know, <laughs> I gotta go. I got to go, uh, but nah, man, like, that's why he's over there. There's a company willing to pay him 10. Al wasn't, so he's over there. You think that because someone's paying you 10, I'm going to pay you 10? Well, well, here's history showing you that's wrong. He just got 6.5 from Bob for Porter. Earl didn't even get that for Porter, and there was zero reports of, Crawford getting 6.5 guaranteed for this because it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. They're not giving you that. We got. Nobody's giving you what you was getting from Bob. Bob was trying to overpay you to keep the last piece of the puzzle so they could do a Keller plant Canelo. That should never happen. Uh, we got Gibby on Twitter. Make sure you are unmuted to talk to us. Should take a minute to connect. Word is born. Yo, hi guys. What's, what's up, up, Gibby? Yo, what's up? Big up, Bumpkin Voice. I've just got one question only. What's the Blue Blood Association with BLK? I'm just kind of surprised with that. What's what? Blue Bloods Association. You know Blue Blood? Yes. Uh, he said he he said he's a partner. But why are you surprised by that? Because did you see the uh, press conference for Adrian Broner? What I, a show. I did see that it was a low budget press conference, but I'll remind you that no. uh, I'll remind you that Radio Raheem, Michelle Phelps, IFL, they all partnered with the zone. So how is this strange? Why is this okay. out of the normal? Okay, so the guys come on live and he's now there saying to people, Come on, get them likes up. Until we don't get 100 likes, I'm not going to start the stream. How unprofessional. Like, come on. You know, you're supposed to be a partner in this so big multi-million. Yeah, but think about it. That, think about know, it, Gibby. Gibby, think about it. If you contact me as hmm. the Boxing Voice Radio to help you promote a fight, why would I change the way that I interact on my platform? He didn't go live from BLK Prime. He went live from... Blue Blood Sports TV. So why isn't he not allowed to do what he does every single day? That's how he opens his show. That's how he starts it and gets the content. You got to get to a certain yeah, amount I, of likes. Yeah, but unless I'm sure you were watching the live stream as well before. It was only like uh, what ten minute uh, press conference. No, you're right. You waiting, what, you're minutes? right. You're right. It was. We waited too long. It wasn't professional. There were no press releases sent out. You're right that it wasn't professional. You're right. I'm not disagreeing oh. that. But I am not on the same page as you with 
any YouTuber being part of any corporation because influencers now run the world. Kylie yes, Jenner no, is a billionaire because of she's an influencer. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, that's my call anyway. Appreciate you. Let me get to Discord. We got N.O. in New Orleans. What's up? Oh, I'm an audio sound. Straight. Aight, aight. Man, this whole situation, like, just, this shit frustrating like a motherfucker, bro. So, so let, let me, let me get this straight, bro. Like, y'all was trolling? Oh, uh, is, is Crawford really suing Al and Spence on his first real interaction? Trolling, 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 trolling. Right. No, we're going off of Jay Max advice that that Crawford could get the fight just like uh, Wilder did with Fury. They could chase him and and I guess sue them. I don't know. He said it was the same. Meanwhile, one dude had a contract with a rematch clause. The other dude is and, just and two dude. and two fights, two fights. Uh, proven, track record, pay per view sales. A proven track record that the two previous fights were uh, financial success. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So it it was it was a little more. Uh, and not just that, not just that. But let me remind the fucking world that in the second Fury Wilder fight, Fury had won. Right. So guess guess what? The belt is not on PBC side anymore. So now you don't have the leverage you used to have. Different situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. When, when when you look at it like that, I mean, I I see I see what he's saying on one side. All right, yeah, like Fury held up the fight for I forgot how long, maybe like a year, maybe two. I forgot I forgot the time span, but it was two fights in between the rematch. You know what I'm saying? So it was more it was more proven money from the first fight that they I think the first fight sold like a million pay per view buys, some shit like that, right? Sold out stadium. You know what I'm saying? And a whole bunch of illegal streaming on that motherfucker. But the fight, the fight was big. It was a big fight. This is a big fight too. But it's just you really, you really don't know exactly what's gonna be on the other side of it. Like I feel like it it might do 450 to 500,000. Maybe I'm over. I don't I don't think I'm overshooting. They got some people saying a million by that's that's crazy talk. I don't believe that. Yeah. But I, I think they could have did a half a million if it was promoted right. You know Honestly, what I'm saying, but I, I, I guess I, I was I was thinking I was thinking ultimate promotion like you know what I'm saying I'm thinking they do six fifty to seven ultimate you know what I'm I saying can see that. ultimate can, but but the card the card the card the card the card I'm saying five. yeah yeah and I think I think I think that's honestly really good some people some people gonna be upset. You know, but I'm with you, bro. Like it's hard. Canelo Plant did motherfucking uh eight hundred thou after Canelo's ass got smacked. You do five hundred thou at seventy five dollars. That's still thirty seven point five. Money, money, money. Yeah, that's real talk. So I mean, but that's that's Canelo. Canelo. He no, 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 no. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking for this one. You do five hundred thou, right? You do five hundred thou. Five hundred thousand pay per views at seventy five dollars. That is thirty six, uh, whatever the fuck I just said, thirty six point five. Now, if you keeping sixty five percent of that, right, which I believe is a very realistic, and and honestly favorable, like I think it's I'm being fair when I say sixty five percent to the promotion, thirty five to the pay per view distributor, 
which I think that might be a bit on the high end, you still keeping twenty four point three million. And that ain't got nothing to do with the ticket sales. But listen, I know other people we gotta get to. Right. We got right her Swift out the eight one thres. Ocho uno tres Tampa stand up. My check. My one, two, check. One, two. Yo, man, good morning, fellas, man. Happy Friday. How y'all fellas doing this morning? Straight. Sensational. Awesome, awesome. Great to hear. Yeah, man, all my brothers disgruntled, man. We all, we toss and blame around. We're trying to figure this thing out. It ain't ain't for us to figure it out. It's for the boxing guys to straighten out. We got to have faith in them and believe we're still going to get this fight out there. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, do what they got to do. But I'm also here to spread, spread a little joy. You know what I'm saying? Not only do we have a great young showcasing for top rank this weekend, we gonna see if we gonna see if Lomachico still got it. You know what I'm saying? We can't sleep on Jermaine Ortiz, man. But I just wanna let y'all know who on this card we should be looking out for. Remember, we got Troy Isley, we got Delante Tiger Johnson, Richard Torres, Abdullah Mason, Lil Ali Wash, Walsh. We got a great Young car coming this weekend, so let's not be in complete despair over not getting this Crawford Spence fight and how negotiations with so on and so forth. We can put that to the side because we got great boxing this weekend. We got a great box coming up in December. We got a lot of stuff in between to 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 uh, I guess satisfy our boxing appetite until until further notice. So I just want to put that out there, man, for the boxing guys to spread around. I appreciate y'all letting me lend my voice TBV. You know what I'm saying? The TBE of boxing podcasts out here. Y'all doing goat work. We appreciate y'all. One time for my brothers in the back call, all my intellectual brothers throughout listening to this. Yo, one time for the boxing community. Let's stay together. You know what I'm saying? And let's just leave it to the boxing guys to get this fight done, man. I still believe we're going to get it. And I just want to put that out there. I hope y'all fellas have a great Friday. You know what I'm saying? Keep the grind up. You know what I'm saying? Your shine, your shine will continue to come. One time for y'all, man. I'm out. Appreciate right, it, Swift. Brother. You Appreciate already it. know. Thank you for calling in. And we got E Black TV. What up? E Black, where you calling from? Yo, what's good, my guy? I'm uh calling from Texas. Bro, Shout what out. type of microphone you got? You this sound shit sounds crispy. Sound, you clear over there. You must be a content creator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know. Shout out. Shout out your channel, Shout man. Out to- Shout out your channel or whatever you create, brother. Yeah, uh, if y'all go right now in y'all YouTube browser, go look up eBlack TV. You already know I've been a sports fan. I've also been a TBV supporter since the early days, and I'm mm. proud of y'all. Thank appreciate you, brother. It. We appreciate it truly. So uh, we talking about Spence Crawford, right? Absolutely. Okay, so let's get down to it. Crawford has yet to produce any leg to stand on on why he deserves to get any footing on his negotiation table. The problem is, is that he has what is rightfully the undisputed 140 belt, 135. He did really good at there. But that's not going to work in the 147. Spence has been built up. And when you come down to the negotiation table, it really comes down to if Spence and his camp wants to give up anything. And I, they don't have a reason other than just legacy to do that. And too much money has gone into Spence to even consider anything other than that. 
I will say that Spence is ducking Thurman. Thurman is rightfully the WBC champion. He he never lost the WBC belt. He gave it up. Danny and Porter fought for it. Porter got it from him. Porter lost it. But that's just really like that's really what's going on. It's just gamesmanship. And if Spence wants to come down to the table and just say, hey, just make the fight. I think this fight would be made, but I don't think his side is really going to do it. All right, brother. Well, um, I don't know, man. His side is the one that seems like they wanted to do it. His side is the one that didn't have a backup plan. I'm not trying to pick sides, but the information we've been getting revealed looks like Espinosa, Al Heyman, and Earl only wanted the Crawford fight. And, 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 and what, we look, what it looks like to us is that Crawford – you know, had a had a had a had a deal that we didn't know about. Um, that yeah, left us all with, you know. Yeah. Well, I got a question for y'all. Got a question for y'all. Canelo was signed to eleven fights, right? To the zone, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm correct, he's at ten. Do you think that Crawford could so, be holding no, no, out for no, that? No, 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 he so, can't be at 10. So, for, no, that's Rocky Field. No, no, it don't even matter. That was with Golden Boy. Yeah, he, and then he's not he with sued Golden them. Boy. He's not with Golden Boy. So, it's a um, new deal in play. But, yeah, that was that was his Golden Boy deal that uh, was, Bill Hanny. was either 10 or 11 um, fight deal. Okay, because from what I heard, what I what I read was that he signed a ten, three hundred thirty-three, the largest sports deal ever, three hundred thirty-five million with the zone. It was three fifty. It was three fifty for ten. Yeah. Some people were saying three sixty-five for eleven because it was fifteen million for Rocky Fielding, which was his first fight ever on the zone. But the thing is that when that was his deal under Golden, Bill Hanny. Damn. Y'all can hear that? Yeah, BH been calling. Yeah, he keep calling. I'm texting him. Damn, he's leaving. <laughs> um, yo, look, they're saying Bill Haney calling. Bill Haney, Bill, Bill calling again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro. So when uh, Canelo sued Golden Boy, let's not forget he was actually suing the Zone as well. But they was just you know innocent bystanders um, because he wanted out of that Golden Boy deal. So, but do you think that this could be a play out for that last fight with Canelo? What? What last fight? Crawford. Crawford? Man, if Crawford gets Canelo, he's the greatest fucking negotiator in life. Because I'm going to be real. No welterweight has the highest guarantee other than Crawford. And if you could somehow steal the Canelo fight from Earl, man... You are the like fucking I, man. Because like I said, because like when I did the counting since Rocky Fielding, I did the counting. Bro, I was like, he's this, not this on that. Man. Yeah, he's not on that deal no more though. Yeah, he okay. sued Golden he been, Boy and the zone. He been out of that deal. Uh, shit, bro. I want to say what was his first fight with Eddie Callum? I want to say uh, his first fight with Eddie was Callum Smith. So that was back on the zone, but that was part of the new deal. That was what a three-fight deal with Matchroom that he had. It went Callum, Yildirim, Billy Joe. He goes one-fight deal. Showtime fights Caleb, then comes back, uh, does the what three-fight with Eddie, and what the fuck has it been? Triple G. It was Bivol, Triple G, and now he has a third one. So he only has one left with Eddie, but. That first deal you're talking about, Ben Nolan Void. 
Okay, okay. So, but like I said, I think this would be the perfect storm because Spence has already missed out on Pacquiao, and I'd hate for him to miss out on again. Another big fight, legacy fight. Mm. Well, all right, brother. We do appreciate your call. No problem. Let's see who we have next. On Discord, let me check. Let me check. Let well, me check. We got somebody on Twitter, champ. Let's do it. Ray Johnson in the building. Make sure you. That ain't Ray Jackson, the infamous Earl lover, is it? Johnson. Johnson. What up, Ray? So make sure you unmute, Ray. You got to unmute. You on, you just. There you go. All right, I'm on. I got you. All right, yeah, for this um, this Earl Spence and uh, Crawford fight, right? Yep. Um, In the negotiation, like. Right, you were saying that they still want Errol Spence's next fight, right? Who wants? But do it? they want that? You said the networks were still bid. They they yeah, want yeah. Errol Spence's next fight. Right? Well, they were bidding for the Crawford and Spence. Both Showtime and and Fox have publicly. Uh, there was reports of of them publicly wanting the fight. So that means that Terence Crawford has some worth to Al Heyman, right? Uh, I mean, I guess he has some sort of leverage because Fox wants him and Showtime, I mean, they want the fight. They want the combination of those two. So, yeah, they, you know, I guess Al has leverage if he can make the fight and Crawford has leverage if he can make the fight because he's a piece of the puzzle. All right, so knowing the deal that Crawford allegedly was taking for like the 35%, no guarantees and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, for them still not to be able to make a fight, I don't see how Crawford can be at fault. Like, because if you, if you already taking a cheap deal, knowing that you have some kind of leverage, and the fight was taking long to well, be made. Like, well, let's he be left honest, like, So the reports, you know, Crawford got to come out and say if these are wrong. But according to the Coppinger reports and Dan Rayfield reports, Crawford had a contract that was revised after... He said he had issues with it, and he never responded back to them, and then he just popped out of nowhere with a fight. So, yeah, it don't look good. Yeah, that's a that's a long time for it just to get to that point, though, because Spence fought when? Like, what, April? I've been told they've been negotiating for seven full months. Wow. I mean, and then... The thing with Bob Arum, because he always bad-mouthing Crawford like, and saying he lost money and all that. But still, when Crawford's contract was up, he was trying to make the fight with the, with the boy from the U.K., the 140 undisputed, um, Josh, which is Josh Taylor. Mm-hmm. He was still trying to – like, you still wanted him, but you were saying you lost so much money on him, and I don't think that made too much sense. And I think that's why they ain't caught now. And he's suing Bob Arum because it's like, how, how are you saying you bad mouth me saying uh, you lost so much money on me? I'm not this guy. I don't sell. But yet and still, you want me. You, you you still got fights for me. You still want me under your banner. Like, I don't think that makes too much sense. Like, everybody just, I seem, it seems like it's an effort to just downplay Crawford's value. Like, and I know he has I mean, the I don't think necessarily, not- I don't think necessarily, because just yesterday, Bob Arum said, you know, Crawford should have just stood with them and he would have got the fight. In that same interview we played, he goes on to say, like, Crawford should have just stood with them. So I don't, Bob don't even look mad that yeah. he's being sued, bro. Like, he's literally 
<laughs> he don't care. But that's, but, but that's after you said that, yo, you don't lost so much money on this man. And that basically like, like you've been carrying him like that, that he's a loss. Like, so why do you even care? But, why are you even speaking on him? Like, you, you lost so much money on you should be glad I mean, to get rid of him, right? But you got to understand, they asking him a question. Bob's a promoter who gets views. Reporters are going to be like, hey, Bob, what you think? Hey, Bob, you had Crawford. What you think it was going on? You know, come on. You know yeah, that. but Bob, Bob don't got nothing good to say about nobody who used to be with him. If you That was like Mikey Garcia. Uh, should I go on? Like, a lot of people left Bob Arum and he ain't. He don't I mean, got nothing good that, to say about him. But that's what I'm but... trying to debate, that he did have good things to say in this interview. He literally said that he told you and I that Crawford has already gotten a portion, that he already got a big chunk of the money. He's he's telling you and I. Like, if he was trying to sit on Bud, he would have been like, man, that BLK Prime. Yeah, man. who the fuck are who, they? Who, who are they? Let's who, see if he gets the money. But he's telling you, Crawford got a big percentage. Avenesian already seen and, the money and, of and, Frank and, Warren. And for the record, and for the record, he's yeah. the one that put that news out to the world. So this He didn't was, have to say it. This was information that n- the world would not have known. Like, he, he is giving the world a sense of security uh, with the... Terrence Crawford, Avenesian fight and saying, nah, look, I've spoke. They said the, the funds is there, shit legit, it's all good. Like, he didn't have to do that. If yep. he wanted to shit on Bud, he could have been like, nah, man, BLK Prime, where are they going to get this money from? $10 million. Like, bro, he ain't do none of that. None you know? of that. None of that. Yeah, because he said, he said he knew somebody over there or whatever. So, yeah, he ain't, he ain't all the way shit on them. I, I, I get that. You get what I'm saying? But I, I don't know. I, and I'm gonna be honest. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, would, would, would it be beneficial? Would it be beneficial for me to talk down on somebody you who, already suing who, me. who is currently uh, suing me? You know, I I don't think uh, Bob is you know hating or sitting on butt in any way. I feel that he had that opportunity, and uh, like Ness was saying, if anything, just gave us further assurance that hey, no, this BLK Prime people, they're legit. I've spoke to people. They told me they you know, and and for that reason. You know, the thing was, but the thing was, when this all started, Spence kept saying he was on the wrong side of the street. Like the fight couldn't be made because of Bob Arum. But now the thing is, oh, if Bud had another promoter, then this would have been an easier fight yeah, to make. Y'all but, gotta but, make up your mind. No, 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 no. Let me get this. Let me get this. Hold on, do. hold on, yeah. brother. Hold on, because you are wording it to fit your argument. The reason no, that listen to me. The reason that. Bob is saying that, and people are repeating the fact that if Crawford had a promoter, it would get done because Crawford is asking questions that a promoter wouldn't ask because they know the business. They've done big fights. Crawford is asking for information that he doesn't have a right to. You can't know certain things on my card because guess what? My under undercard fighters, why should Crawford know how much I'm paying them? And not just that, not just that, but you just said how uh, Earl said he was on the wrong side of the street. How Earl said he was going to clean his side of the street up. So that's that ain't got nothing to do with Bob saying if he had a promoter. It ain't like Earl's the one saying that. You know, Earl ain't the one that's like, yeah, he should have been signed. Because truth be told, who is Earl? He did say that. He did say, Earl did say that, though. Earl did say that, but that's the that's what they Earl offered was... him though. They offered him a three he fight said, deal. What? He said what? 
That Bud was on the wrong side of the street, and that was part of yes, the reason the fight couldn't that. be made. Yes. Bob Arum holding up yes. the fight. Yes, he, he said that. But you bringing up what Bob said about having a promoter doesn't strengthen. Like, that's not what Earl said, you know? So it's like, yeah, Bob said that, but that ain't got nothing to do with what Earl said. Earl did what he said he was going to do. He cleaned up his side of the street, you know? And I'm not saying Terrence Crawford wants it no less, but they just couldn't come to an agreement right now. All right, so... Let's just be honest. PBC don't got the money to pay for this fight. I mean, whether they like, do or they from don't. From all the reports whether... that's coming out, Adrian Broner coming out saying that people signing with new places, they like they don't know what Paramount going to do. So, so really, so let this me ask is you leverage something. for them so to get a new deal. So let me ask you something. One of the richest bo- fighters in boxing loses all his money, showing you that in his career that he's not disciplined, that he balloons in weight, that he can't be trusted, that he didn't want a rematch with Maidana, that he took step aside not to fight Maidana from Floyd at $1.5 million, but he's the guy you trust. He's the one you believe. The one that turned down $60 million from Rock Nation? $50. $50 million from Rock How many? Uh, Six-fight deal from HBO? Uh, five or six. This is the guy that was saying, Al, fuck Rihanna and Jay-Z and your $50 million. I'm with Al. Now, all of a sudden... Everything he told us about Al is bullshit. I got to go, my man. Next up. I got KDDRDR. What up? Can you hear me, Ness? Perfect. All right. Salute to Ness and uh, Rainwalk, all TBB fan. No, um, so reviewing the situation, you know, I, I thought – like always, Bud was going to get the blame in regards to this. But how could you blame him if he's getting, you know, if he gets this 10 mil and Bob, you know, coming out and saying that that money is already, you know, there, secure. Um, but Bud did, you know, in, in what was said, say that he wanted to fight in 2022. But unfortunately, based on the audio that was released we don't know when this recording took place it said that the they were shooting for 2023 so it's like does bud sit out inactive for a whole year and then just go straight to the to the um earl fight with earl coming off that ugas and you know getting that 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 rust off how can you blame him for taking that that money and taking that fight if he already let them know and then in the audio you hear uh Al complaining about questions and stuff like that. And I, it seems like it's like this, the same situation because he's coming out with coming, whoa, coming whoa, into the negotiations without a promoter. So like I said yesterday in my call, I thought this fight would have been easier to be made under Bob. But unfortunately, that situation uh, happened between them. Bob saying that he's he lost a lot of money and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I wish that that fight would have been made during that time because I thought that was the perfect timing. And now, um, Bud coming at it alone, like I said, how do you not question, you know, trying to question and ask those questions about the money, especially if those rumors are true that there was no guarantee, you know, it's, it's a little tough, but, um, the only question that I have now is like with this leak audio is Bud, uh, correct and right for wanting to question. Cause look, EJ's on this audio, right? Someone is on the other side, supposedly is Espinoza. 
who released this audio? Is it was it staged to release because of you know the frustrations and the backlash, or did someone release it you know from that side without Earl's uh, consent, a private conversation? So it's like if you're looking at it from the outside in, does Bud have you know the right to question? Because you, you you don't know if someone is wiretapping you. Yeah, that, that shit. That shit. That shit, that shit was mad weird, truth be told. But yeah, exactly. So uh, that's what makes me think is like I'm coming into this new organization. Who can I trust then? You know, and especially if you're trying to reach and speak with the man that is supposedly running the whole ship, Al Heyman, and he's questioning why is this guy coming to me with so many questions? You got to get reinsurance. He's just seeking reinsurance. That's let me, all. Let me ask you so, something. I don't know. Let me ask you something. What do you do for a living? Oh, I, I, I uh, work in insurance, health insurance. All right. And what do I do for a living? Podcasts as a uh, podcast. So, so if boxing. I come to you seeking health insurance, isn't it fair for me to have questions? Of course. But if I come to you seeking health insurance, who's the expert? Well, I'm supposed to be the expert. <laughs> well, you now, answer, now, you now, your own if, I, if, I, if I come to you, if I come to you, right, if, yes. I, if I come to you wanting health insurance, but yes. I want a policy for myself, but I would also like to see the policy for your family. Will you show me your, your family's uh, policy or any family's policy to another potential client? Absolutely not. Probably not because it's a uh, confidentiality. Confidential issue. information. So then, why is so. Bud asking for shit that he know he can't get, bro? No, I understand, and and that's what I said. That it's unfortunate because and that's why they. That's why about, the quote if you think is, about the whole. Sorry to cut you off. If you think about the whole situation, I feel like Bud is the one that has had to sacrifice most, most because they said, "Look, the problem was you. You're on the wrong side of the street. You got to come at it alone." And now that there's a free agent, you know, he's a free agent. Unfortunately. No deal could be yeah, made, but, but it's like thing, if I'm bro. looking at this leak audio, I'm like, look, nah, but you're not do I have it. the right to question? <laughs> KDDR, you're not getting it, though. They told him come across the street. They didn't say be a free agent. They didn't say, you know, ask a million questions. They didn't say be your own promoter. If you don't even know how to be a promoter, you never promoted. Who you promoted? What show you put on? What contracts you read? What contracts you fucking sent out? What fighters fought under you? So you asking no, questions you got you you don't even have knowledge of. Then you hire a lawyer, and he tells you the answers, and you don't like that, so you hire another lawyer. I mean, come on, no. bro. And then no, on top that. of that, then on top of that, I I revise the contract. I send it to you. You sit on it for two weeks, and you shit on me, and you pop up with a new fight. No, I understand that, but like it's like, and and we heard. So at some point they knew that it was 2023. What I'm getting at some point, you know, at least Al, uh, Spence, and that side. And at some point, it seems like, uh, Bud told them, "Look, I'm fighting this year. I need to fight this year." So it's like, and and just hearing what Floyd came out multiple times, it was like, I believe this fight was never going to happen this year, but publicly, Spence said, "Look, I had, you know, I'm fighting on. I mean, uh, I mean, think this about day. it." Think Regardless. about it. Floyd deals with Al closely. Floyd's been in the biggest fights in boxing history. Yeah, he pretty much knows. He's like, yo, this new dude asking for shit he don't even got privy to. He don't got permission. So this fight ain't no, happening. This guy's on a high horse. This guy's I on guess. some pedestal. This guy think I he's guess. worth more than he wants. 
This guy won't yeah, take a, a, a contract. He won't take a contract to be part of the team so that we can give him what he wants. He wants to be an independent contractor, bring nothing to the fight guaranteed, but ask for a guarantee. Why don't Crawford turn around and say, look, give me a guarantee of 10 million and I'm a guarantee I sell 250,000 pay-per-views. If I don't, you deduct it. He will yeah, never take you. that deal. And, and I know you got to go to another court, but the last thing I'll say is, like, the verdict is out. So, like, if this fight goes through, hopefully he gets enough pay-per-view buys to at least show. Because if you think about it now, but KDDR, see the, I know it doesn't compare, but PVC numbers as far as pay-per-view, Wilder's last pay-per-view weren't that good. Yeah, but that's the thing. Not saying that AJ. That's the thing. But, like, hopefully he sells sells But, look, what's good to you? Give me a number. What's good? Uh, at, at least more than break even by right. the calculations. I saw that it's 200 and something, something he has never done. Okay, 200,000, 200,000, 200,000 at $40 is less than Earl money. You still the yeah, B side. I understand that. I understand that. But I'm just saying, if at least, you know, somehow he gets something, at least it's something positive of this. I'm just being hopeful at this mo- moment. I bought the pay per view, so hopefully the fight goes through. I'll be supporting. Damn, you already and bought Hopefully it. we get this fight. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we get Damn, this fight, champ, man. Hopefully we get nah, this fight I, next I, year. I would have waited till like week of. What was least. that pay-per-view that got canceled that we paid for? And they gave me the refund, remember? Uh, Don't fight TV. Uh, oh, Mickey Bay versus Tevin Farmer. Mm-hmm. Correct, so, correct. Yeah, I remember that. KDDR, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. Who next on the Twitter space? Why you... Look no, for that. We ain't got nobody on Twitter right now. Nobody on Discord. Right, but well, we do get, have super chats. Let's get to that. Definitely have some super chats um, to acknowledge. Boots up next. $2 super chat. I'm a member now. Shout out, y'all. Let's make some money. That's right. As soon as we're done here, we're going to be going live over there on YouTube members. And we're probably wrapping up right now as we've gotten all our callers. Uh, did you read Rachel's super chat? Uh, I haven't refreshed. James Benitez says, I said it months ago. Why Tank versus Abner trending? I may be right again. Shout out TBV. These dudes going to blame Al again for this as well. Mm. And he's talking about Abner and Tank trending instead of uh, Ryan and Tank. I don't even know how that happened. Me either. We got Texas Bulldog Boxing that says, where's the last time Bud fought a prime elite 147-pounder? Um, Cavalascus? Lock it down, $2 Super Chat. So what is, what if Fury versus Jazora do better numbers? Amen? Then Fury's clearly the draw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That we all believe him to be. Kai, $5, uh, $5 Super Chat says, everybody's saying that Bud can't sell and he's not worth this, but the biggest fight in boxing can't be made without him, and Bob couldn't even get Bud Pacquiao. I don't know. I don't know, numbers-wise, that Earl Spence Terrence Crawford is the biggest fight in, to make in boxing. I am of the belief that 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 Javante Davis versus Ryan Garcia, if done right, has the potential to be bigger than. I am of the belief. $5 super chat. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I got to argue with Anonymous. He told my get your facts straight. Rock Nation never offered AB anything near sixty million, but you just confirmed they offered him something. Secondly, he says Al was AB's manager at the time, so he couldn't deal with anyone without Al's approval. So you showing that when he was with Al, 
either it was all good or he was lying that it was all good. Simple as that, because he never left Al. He never went anywhere with all the other offers that he had, and Al's is a manager. He's not a promoter. So now he finally left Al. That's all I'm saying. And he says, as far as the HBO deal, why would Al allow HBO to lock in AB in a deal when he's taking all the fighters to Showtime? Get your facts straight. Well, he would allow him to get locked in because it was the best deal for his fighter, not the best deal for Al Heyman and PBC. I'm an advisor. I advise my fighters to do what's best for them. Not what's best for me and my longevity. Mm. $5 Super Chat, Rachel Donair saying, please have the viewers fill in the blank. Quote, Bud has signed with a new blank. End quote. I'll come up after I see the comments. New promoter? New network. New network. New entity. New player in the game. I was going to say promoter. But he's not. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a network. It's, yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, I guess. I mean, is the zones in that? They're a network. Um. All right, that is everybody. Let me double check on Twitter. Nobody on Twitter. Nobody. We on are out of here. Ringwalk Danny Instagram and Twitter. So Nest catch us at GTO, ten. Instagram and Twitter. Catch us at ten a.m. Pacific for our weekly betting show. YouTube members only. Champ level. Um, and it will be available for. Uh, David H. with the 199 The audio will be available on Patreon, Patreon right after. And then we'll be live again at 12 noon. We are the Boxing Voice. We appreciate everybody to, who tuned into our first ever Twitter space. Catch us on the next one. We out. And uh, David H. says, remember when Bud said he'll fight Jamel if no EJ? Peace.